0: 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Cheap Trick with Bax Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be cloudy today with a high of 39. And then tonight, that's when it's going to start today at rainy, Cloudy, rain, a low of 37 for tomorrow. Rain pretty much the entire day with a high of 40. But at least it's not snow. It's 21 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Zolak will be joining us after... Uh, 8 o'clock this morning. Loads of football to talk with uh, Scott about. Brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the National Football League. Also, the guys from Berkshire Mountain Distillery are here. It's their 15th anniversary, and we're going to celebrate right here. So there's that and other stuff. It's Bax and Nagel on Rock 102
1: new england patriots
0: football every game classic rockets 552 and nirvana with baxton and nagel and rock 102
2: uh gonna be a cloudy day today and then uh, rain later on this afternoon lots of it uh, all the way until tomorrow could see some snow in the uh, higher elevations
0: uh, and it's gonna be a high of 41 it's 24 right now in downtown springfield hollywood trash is brought to you by aqua pump an expert on all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house
3: Somehow, you
0: still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown,
2: 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Um, I never watched the show enough. The Ellen DeGeneres show? Uh, yeah. Steven Twitch Boss, the DJ and dancer from the show. And so you think you can dance. I don't know if you know him, but he, uh, unfortunately, he took his own life on Tuesday. He was only 40 years old. Ellen said, "Quote Twitch was pure love and light. He was my family, and I loved him with all my heart." Was he one of the family members you were treating uh, like yeah, crap backstage? I, I, I
0: don't know. She, I mean, I don't want to make fun of a guy who you know committed suicide, but on the other I'm hand, I'm not. He, I'm actually his, making his fun of boss her. Was his, her. His boss was a jerk. I was I was making fun of her because sure. uh, you
2: know she was uh, mean to a lot of people on that set.
0: Sounds like she was mean to everybody. So you know,
2: who knows? Right. 52-year-old Mike Gabler won Survivor 43, and during last night's finale, he announced he's donating the entire million to the Veterans in Need Foundation.
0: You know, we were having a conversation about uh, something like this just a couple weeks ago off the air with, like, some friends. Yeah. Like, ever, a 50/50, ever been in a 50-50 raffle and you see the winner give the money back? Yeah. Because, you know, it's for a charity? Yeah. If I were the winner of a 50-50 raffle in a charity auction or a charity event. I'm keeping that money. I guess it would depend on what the charity is. You know, there's different levels of
2: charity where you know that they're getting, uh, you know, if like let's say it was the American Cancer Society. Sure. I'm going to take the half of the 50-50 only because I know that the American Cancer Society gets lots and lots and lots of money all the time. But if you're doing a benefit for somebody local and, uh, you know, let's say uh, you know, some sick kid needs... Need, needs uh, a wheelchair ramp or something yeah, like yeah. that. I'm going to give the money back. It depends. It, it's going to depend on where the money is going to, whether I decide to give it back or not.
0: See, to me, it would depend on the amount of money, and I would probably take the money. And, and in this situation, where a guys it, like wins Survivor and he's been through all these horrific things over the course of like what five, six weeks, yeah, to hell with the charity. I'm keeping the money.
2: Yeah, but uh, how many times have we seen those shows or just? It's all smoke and
0: mirrors. Of course it is. You know,
2: they're not really suffering out there or on a desert island
0: somewhere. Well, the crew certainly isn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's plenty of water and food back there. <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough. It's the forty third, forty third season. They've crammed them all in in twenty years. You know, it's like one of those things that you, uh, your perception of, of
2: things just because it's on TV, seemingly it's seemingly real.
0: But yes, it, but it's not. Yeah. It, there's all kinds of tricks that they play on you. If, if I have to sleep in a tent made by my hands with leaves and sticks, I'm keeping the money.
2: Uh, director James Cameron made Kate Winslet's character in Avatar The Way of Water a pregnant warrior. He said pregnant women are capable of being a lot more athletic than we acknowledge. I'm sure, right. she's, well, I'm sure she's quite, uh, quite athletic. Here, you do some ice chips at the end of that, uh, that run. <laughs>
0: yeah. I have a hard time believing that, you know, she'll accept the ice chips with all that blue skin and blood all over the place. Weren't we talking
2: about those nurses who got fired making TikTok videos yesterday because they were making fun of the people that were coming into the maternity ward?
0: Yeah. And here's Kate Winslet doing some,
2: you know, some method acting, pretending she's pregnant. Uh, There's no truth to the rumor that the riff from Sweet Child of Mine started out as one of Slash's warm-up exercises. So whatever you've been told about that, you, you were lied to. He says, quote, it was just me messing around and putting uh, notes together like any riff you do.
0: That's probably true. Uh, well, But he may have practiced it for a long time. Maybe a minute. I've been practicing it for years, but any riff you come up with maybe can become just, a song.
2: Maybe he's just being modest and downplaying it. Maybe. I've never known Slash to be, uh, you know, an outspoken person. He's not a braggart. No, he's not. Uh, Disturbed singer David Draymond got his double elaborate chin piercings. Is that how you say it? Elaborate? I guess. Uh, to be original and have something that no one else had, but he ditched them back in 2018 because he didn't want to look like a, quote, 45-year-old hot topic kid. See, I thought they, they he did that because they needed a place to hang him after shows. Uh, yeah, I guess you, that might be one of the options. You know, That's interesting to find out, like, the people who did that to their bodies when they were younger. Are they regretting it now? Like the you know the ear loops and the
0: yeah. Or you see those guys who like uh, trying to like be aliens and they cut off ears and parts of their nose. I wonder if they have regrets after that. Maybe. I would. I, I would too. Aaron
2: Rodgers uh, said using psychedelic drugs and cybacillin helped him with his fear of death. It also helped him see quote the veil between the seen and unseen
0: world. What's helping him with his fear of finding? Open receivers in the red zone. (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) Well, he's he's working on that one. Maybe this uh, cybocillin thing. uh, Maybe we're onto something with this thing. There, there, there's a there's a couple of different places open now throughout the area. That uh, I can't remember the name of the the drug that they. But it's like a supervised thing, and it's legal.
0: Really? Yeah. We should get involved in that.
2: You want to go on a trip? Do I? You want to go up, up and away on my beautiful balloon? Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh yeah, Avatar: Avatar, The uh, The Way of Water is estimated to have an opening weekend of one hundred and fifty million dollars to one hundred and seventy-five million dollars in the U.S. with a global debut of five hundred and fifty million dollars.
0: You know, I saw the first one and thought, "That's all there is. This is it." Yeah, this that's is the, what people are going, bananas over? I did not think it was that good of a movie. I've never seen it. I mean, it's visually interesting, but that's about it. That's, uh,
2: you know, one, I, I have no desire to go see that. No. There's nothing about that trailer that says, you know what? I really want to see that movie. Is there anyone sitting here going, boy, the first one was so fantastic. Uh, and Give ad, me more. Uh, Angelina Jolie and her daughter Zahara went to Washington to advocate for crime victim legislation. So they're uh, they're protesting together, which is always nice to see my daughter do. And then Brad Pitt's like, "Yeah, uh, on my dime, I'm sure."
0: <laughs> yeah, pr-
2: Brad, probably so. And uh, Kim K uh, accidentally showed off her real wrinkles on her
0: neck. Really? Yeah. She sure had something to say.
2: Oh my God! The last time I had a wrinkle was when Ray J's clunger went deep into the baby maker in that sex tape you can purchase on UPorn for thirty nine ninety five. <sighs> And, uh, Caitlin? I never got that done and dirty like with your mother Chris Kim, but I once made her look like a gutted trout. <laughs> yeah, I did a cervix smash like an epileptic at a Pink Floyd show. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is she saw more foreskin than a rabbi during a baby boom. <laughs> <laughs> and Kanye? If marriage is grand, what is a divorce? 200 grand a month! <laughs> that's what it is! Such an injustice. And that's your Hollywood tea rash on Rock 102. I have-
3: Give your neck.
1: And now... Max's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Power Tool
2: Headquarters. Milwaukee. DeWalt. Craftsman. Rocky's Power Tool Trifecta.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, tomorrow afternoon kicks off the college football bowl season. And if you're anything like me, and for a number of reasons I hope you're not, you're pretty stoked up and ready to get things going. I got everything I need for tomorrow afternoon. I've got drinks. I got snacks. I've separated everything alphabetically and according to height. I've even picked out my college football-watching outfits as I get set to dive right into tomorrow's thrilling Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl and the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. Now, you might say the Hometown Lender and Duluth Trading what bowls? Well, I figured there was a chance that the rich history and pageantry of these games might not be all that familiar to you, so let me break it down. Tomorrow at 1130, the Miami of Ohio Redhawks will face the Alabama-Birmingham Blazers live from Nassau, Bahamas in the hometown Lenders' Bahamas Bowl. Now, you might know that game better of what it was called last year when it was merely known as the Bahamas Bowl, or one of the previous iterations such as the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl, or by its original incarnation, the Popeye's Chicken Bahamas Bowl, which began in 2014 when Central Kentucky beat Central Michigan in a 49-48 barn burner for the ages. But what about the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl between the Texas San Antonio Roadrunners against the Troy University Trojans at 3 o'clock? You might remember that game from its rich history as the Tailgater Greeter Cure Bowl or the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl or by its original name, the AutoNation Cure Bowl, which began all the way back in 2015. Sure, some of these bowl games are hard to keep straight and some of them won't be all that interesting, but when you... Start staring straight down the barrel of a 43-game college football bowl season schedule. Can you really be all that choosy? Miss one game and you might miss something that turns out to be a classic, like the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, the Cricket Celebration Bowl, the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl, or the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl presented by Stifle, the Lending Tree Bowl, the New Mexico Bowl, or the Frisco Bowl, all of which are being played on Saturday. Each one of them requires a different bunch of snacks and a whole new set of prep because they are all going to be just so damn fantastic. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Watch this little piece of plastic turn into a Weber grill. Now that's a holiday miracle. A Rocky's gift card magically turns into Craftsman air compressors or an Aaron snow thrower, a Yeti travel mug. Spread the magic and give the gift of a Rocky's Ace Hardware gift card. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. With Nagel on Rock 102. Oh,
2: man. You know, I guess we're getting Christmas weather.
0: Well, it's going to be rainy. I mean, it's uh, not know, all I, snow.
2: I don't know about that because I just uh, listened to Dan uh, Brown's uh, forecast that he records in the broom closet over at uh, Western Mass News. And uh, he said. Uh, something about a foot of snow, and I'm like, "What?" So I go on the map online. Yeah, it where I live, it's it's just this. It's like this one section, like where I live, all the way up like in that corridor. But it's like a bubble, like a North Canaan, Connecticut. It kind of ends in, and it goes all the way up to like uh, Vermont. Yeah, and it says six to twelve inches. And then everywhere else is a coating to two inches. Like there's just something about where I live that we're gonna get all this snow.
0: Well, this is part of the 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 treachery of living in the hill towns. It's like you know, you, you know, here in the in the in the in the Springfield area, like the immediate area, it's like a band of nothingness. Well, like how many I, times has Springfield avoided getting nailed was, with a blizzard? But yet, you guys in the hills get plowed. Well, we're not.
2: I, I, I'm. I'm used to snow. I, that's not my issue here. My issue is like how weird that is. That it's just this like drop. Yeah. Like it looks like a big. Uh, looks like a big sack. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I and I, and I live right there where the sweat collects.
0: Right. Yeah. 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 Right there by that gorge. Uh huh. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm sure that uh, you know the. See, predicting weather is such an inexact science that, uh, you know, they may predict six inches to a foot. You're probably going to get no more uh, than, like, three. Or 19. One or of the nine, two. Yeah, it's, one it's of get, the two. Somewhere in the, in the middle of all that.
2: Well, either way, uh, it's not looking good for the Hilltowns. All the way up to North Adams and all the way down to North Canyon.
0: Well, if you've been to North Adams, you know it's not looking good even on a bright, sunshiny day. I don't
2: know. There's, I think he, that Dave Hayes weather nut guy, we got to get him on again, too. He was talking about, there was an article last week about why we don't see so much snow around here than everybody else does in New England. Right. And there's something about this corridor of, like, the Pioneer Valley where you don't see a whole lot of snow yeah. as you would in other parts of the
0: area. I'm all for that. Yeah. I, I, I'm not complaining.
2: Uh, today, though, is our uh, our Christmas par- or I'm sorry. Holiday lunch. There's really no party no. theme about it.
0: Remember the old days when it was actually, like, a genuine party?
2: Yeah, yeah. When we used to be able to take our significant others with us, and uh, well, I whole mean, blast, and there was, was like two
0: hundred people there. But it wasn't in the middle of the day. Yeah, you know, like the That's middle of I a, of a work day.
2: A, it was on a Friday night or a Saturday night.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can I can remember the days when you know we would go like far, far away, uh, like we'd get on a bus uh-huh. and we would drive to like the Salem Cross Inn. Yeah, which is you know way the hell out there, and uh, and it would be like a genuine party. Yeah, you know, I mean, there'd be sleigh rides and, you know, the, the chowder, uh, you know, heating up over the fire. Yeah. I mean, just, just delicious stuff. And not that uh, you know, where we're going is bad. In fact, where we're going today is very nice. But it's, it's it's just like it's not it's not the drunken bash that we used to enjoy back in the old days. I remember one time we had a—this um, was early
2: on in my start. We had like a, a staff lunch picnic, whatever, during the summer— at this place, which I don't want to say the name of because it was just, what does it rhyme with? Uh, it was out in like Palmer, and it was like a it's like a barb. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I know exactly what right. you're talking about. So, and then uh, they were like, "Oh yeah, come on over for a steak dinner," and it was like fried chuck on the grill. <laughs> Actually,
0: that's an insult to actual cows. That, that, that I, wasn't even, that was even like,
2: steak, and it wasn't even chuck. I was like, what is this? This is not steak. Like, I mean, the way they built it up to us, like, hey, we're going to get steak and a baked potato and, you know, a corn well, on the cob and all See, this. I had
0: my suspicions that yeah. it was going to be very disappointing, having already been there yeah. for previous events and then going there and yeah. se- and seeing, first of all, what kind of clientele was going into this place, and then secondly... Uh, seeing what kind of food they provided yeah. that first time around. Um, and, it was like, and and you, you, we were setting ourselves up for failure when they said, oh yeah, steak dinner, we've been cooking the steaks for three weeks. Well, listen, uh, the place we're going today, we definitely
2: know has good food. That's definitely. not the issue. The issue is that it's at 12.30. Which is another thing I got a problem with.
0: Yeah, I do too. 12.30 is a little bit late for us.
2: Do, do they realize that we are the ones that Kind of keep the lights on in this place all day long. And yet they try to keep us out for as long as yeah. possible. I was like, oh, we're having our lunch at 1. Uh, We've been up since 3.30 this morning.
0: Um, Could we have lunch at 11 at least? Or
2: someplace. Or well,
0: 11.30. Even 11.30, you may say, well, it's only an hour. No, that hour could be all the difference. That's a, that's a nap. I've also got the party wedged in between two uh, medical appointments today. Oh, I got one after the show and then one like uh, later in the afternoon after that party is all over. So, I mean, even even in the best case scenario, I'm not going to be able to get the one's not
2: blood work. Right. Cause you're no, gonna not, uh, have no. After having uh, you know cholesterol filled
0: foods. No, 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 no blood work. But you know, but but nevertheless, it's like it's the middle of the day. You know, if you're doing this at night. Yeah. That would be fine. I would be cool with that. Friday night would be fine. Even a I mean, Thursday night would be fine. Thursday night is all right. Yeah, because you could come in here, you know, on a Friday and just you know kind of go through the motions like we normally do on a Friday. Well, we do that every day, every Friday. Yeah, yeah but especially yeah, especially yeah. on a Friday, It just go through the motions and then you know expect that uh, you know it's all going to end in four hours and boom, you're it's the weekend. But uh, we're doing the Secret Santa. I haven't bought a gift yet. I have an idea what I'm going to get, uh, and it's for someone who it's today. I, yeah, I know. I know. I I kind of thought about should I go yesterday, but I had other things going on yesterday. And uh and so that didn't work out. So um so it's it's going to be today. And I it's it's a it'll take me all of 10 minutes to get it. Okay. All I right? got the gift. You got I, it.
2: Yeah, and I uh, I wrapped it last night.
0: In what? Lots of different things. See, this is the thing that uh, always intrigues me. How yeah. Are you going to wrap this present this well, year?
2: Well, should I just tell you how I did it? You might as well. I can tell you how I did it. It's a, I, took a, I, I went to the Dollar Tree because that's where you get all the good packaging materials. Sure. So I got a, a canister, like one of those Christmas uh, cardboard canisters. Yeah. Uh, colored. Yeah. That's where the gift went into. Right? Okay. So the gift goes into that, and then uh, that's wrapped in an entire roll of duct tape. Okay. Right? Yes. And then um and then that is inside of a a laundry basket that is packed and stuffed with paper <laughs> <laughs> which then the entire laundry basket yeah. is also wrapped in another roll of duct tape. Yeah. And then uh more wrapping paper. Uh-huh. And then some colored duct tape. Yeah. And then uh, and then some decorations. Uh, I, I, I decorate. Oh, I put uh, like another big sheet of wrapping paper over it. Sure. Uh, just to kind of like tie it all up neat. Okay. And then um, and then we, we my kids helped me. We decorated it. So I put like a little Santa hat on there. Oh, so you made it pretty. It yeah, made it pretty. And yeah. there's like a little owl. I don't know. It was just at the <laughs> dollar store. I don't know. It was fifty cents. I couldn't beat it. Right. A little owl ornament. And then. Um, and there's a couple of, like, different little, uh, you know, a bow. There's a big bow on it. Sure. Right? And then the entire thing is wrapped in 50 feet of uh, of rope. So it looks like an ornament. I made an
0: ornament. Oh, very clever. Yeah, very nice. Very clever. It looks, uh, it looks very good. Now, the present that's in the very middle of all of this. Yeah. Did it still reach the $25 threshold? It's $25. Well, what did you spend? 20 That's good enough.
2: Yeah, but, yeah, I, the spent, the 20, but the I spent like thirty bucks on the package. Well, that's what I was gonna say because yeah, 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 yeah. you
0: can't even buy a laundry right. basket and, or right. duct. T-
2: <laughs> Look at that! Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to put that up oh, online yet. No, I want to wait till that yeah. person gets that.
0: Oh, yeah. Let me see that again. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty amazing. That Isn't is that? breathtaking. Yes, it is. Is that is that rope? That like well, a like a rope.
2: Yeah, that was. I said the last thing I did. It was like fifty feet of rope, and I oh, tied tie it around the outside to make it look like an ornament. See yeah. how you can hang that right off your tree. Well, Actually, I
0: think it would bend the tree in half.
2: It's like a, a Gulliver's Travels tree. Like you'd put that on one of the how
0: know. much how much weight are we talking now? Because it's got to be quite so, a bit. No, it's like less than five pounds. Really? Yeah, because it's mostly just paper and tape. I would have put a couple of bricks in there just to give it the illusion you know, I, that it was really heavy.
2: I, I had thought about that. I was like, you know, I got some old weights downstairs that I'm never going gonna to use. I should put like a 50 or, a, or a 75 oh, pound in there just to kind of like level it off. Nicely done. Yeah, well, thank you. It's uh, it's going to be one hell of a party. You're going to take I'm, a video
0: of, of uh, this person unwrapping it?
2: Yeah, yeah, and take I'm it, sure they put will.
0: Put it on video because it's, it's going to take like 45 minutes.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I have enough memory on my phone <laughs> to, to take that much video. But you know what? We'll do it in stages. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. We can make a TikTok video out of it easily. I don't even know how to do that.
0: Yeah, we'll figure that out. All right. It's six twenty-four with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. Um, <laughs> it's six twenty-six with can. Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred Two. Josh, you don't have to leave. Yeah, you, don't you can. Believe, you listen. You can you can do, you're doing. You're doing. God's work right now. You know,
2: they, uh, we got some computer issues here in the uh, studio. You have computer. Issues I'm
0: have yeah, yeah, I'm having computer issues, and our engineer is here, right? He's gonna. He's gonna fix it. But he's fixing it like he's detonating a bomb. Yeah. Because we're on the air and he's trying to do it so... You know, gingerly and 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 uh, precisely. Uh,
2: we have no shame in in making things sound like crap around here. So come on in and uh, and <laughs> believe you me, yeah. this company hasn't
0: worried about that in a
2: long time. Uh, but yeah, it was just kind of weird that he was just here and we were <laughs> we were about to carry on like nothing was going on in here. Yeah. Like,
0: oh, hey, bags. It's uh, it's gonna snow tonight, but- yeah. But now that he's walked out of the room, now yeah. he's drawn attention to the whole thing. Now we have to talk about him.
2: Well, it was just weird because he was like leaning. Oh. Are uh, you?
0: Oh boy! Okay. Here's you your
2: go.
3: Western Mass News <laughs> First Alert Forecast.
0: It's six thirty with and Nagel and Rock 102. Time for news brought to you by Gary Rome <laughs> Rent the all-electric Ionic Five for just 28 days and includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. All right, let's just
2: paint a picture of what's going on here.
0: Sure. In the studio.
2: First of all, the engineer is here. He's standing right next to me and he's doing this computer screen. It's just kind of weird, void and you're like on the air and he's doing something. It's not like the Mayflower Marathon where there's always people around you. Yeah, right. Uh, doing something, but he's uh, he's doing his due diligence with the repairs here, the thing. In the meantime, we had to cut that last break because I knocked my coffee and it went all over the floor. You know, um, and I've been cleaning that up, and during the commercials, yeah.
0: You know, Josh, the engineer, is working his uh, fingers to the bone yeah. with that uh, screwdriver and a couple of screws, trying to fix uh, everything yeah. for us. Uh-huh. And uh, and he leaves the room out of courtesy, figuring, well, you know, these guys are on the air; I don't want to be in their way. And then you and I talk about. What's going on here? Yeah. And the one who winds up screwing up is not Josh. No. Josh is doing his job. Yeah, well, he's it's, a professional. I'm it, not. It's the dope that doesn't have the screw top on his uh, coffee mug.
2: It's not the screw top. I just knocked it off. It was. Uh, I just bought this this morning. It was a delicious iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, by the way, uh, two sweet and those two creams and an espresso shot, right? And, uh, yeah, and uh, it's gone. The whole thing is gone. I don't have any coffee here anymore.
0: You may have to resort to having a hot coffee from upstairs.
2: Oh, not the Keurig. Yeah. I hate the Keurig. I know
0: you do. I know. It's, it's, uh, these are tough times. And
2: why is it? It's like when, when ice cubes spill. Yes. There's like, you can't just pick those up with a, with a paper
0: towel. No, you do what everybody else does. You kick the ice cubes under the fridge like everybody else. Well,
2: that's what I was trying to do, but there's nothing to go underneath. Nah. Yeah, yeah, there's no underneath to kick it underneath to.
0: Well, I'm glad uh, at least you were able to pick up most of the spill. I'm glad Josh is doing Josh is getting this thing thick. Look at this. Oh, this is even better than before. Oh, look, you got a brand new screen. <sighs> Guess what I have? Uh, a whole bag of Jack squat and no yeah, coffee? Uh, you know what?
2: Let me just take a picture of this and uh, put it up on the... Uh, is-
0: I think just taking a picture of an empty uh, cup would be this all... Is, this the- is the mess. All you need.
2: I'll I'll send it to you if you want to put it up on that uh, Bax and O'Brien page. Uh, Sure. Yes. Uh, Yeah. This is this is the mess of of what the coffee. I just texted it to you.
0: All right. I'll uh, I'll do what I can. In the meantime, maybe you should do some news. Um.
2: Yeah. Maybe I should. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Well, we'll go into some. Oh, what a mess you've made! Isn't that a mess? What a mess!
2: Disgusting. What a
0: mess. Yeah, well. Yeah. All right. What are you going to do?
2: Anyway, two people were injured after a shooting in Holyoke on Maple and Franklin Street yesterday. Holyoke Police Captain Matthew Moriarty says the man's head was grazed and a woman was shot in the rear. Hmm. Huh. What position were you in?
0: Don't know. These are it's an
2: interesting question. Police are still looking for suspects. Uh, 22 News is following this story as it develops, and I'm sure we won't hear anything more about it. But, um Wait. He got grazed in the head, and she was shot in the rear. Do they mean the rear I, of know, her body or maybe the she, rear?
0: Maybe she was in a sitting position, mm-hmm. and he was standing. Did you think about that? Or it could have been the opposite way around. I don't know. It just
2: seems like an odd position to be in, to get grazed in the head to by the, one to person. The, to the, and, the
0: untrained eye, sure.
2: But, and and uh, grazed in uh, the rear from the other. I don't know. A Maryland man has been sentenced to four years in prison for a 2021 sexual assault of a teenager from Amherst. According to the Northwestern DA spokesperson Laurie Lozell, 42-year-old David Gray, Jr. of Bel Air, Maryland, was sentenced to Tuesday in Hampshire Superior Court. He pleaded guilty to two counts of statutory rape and one charge of possession of child pornography. Gray had a relationship with the teenager after they met on social media and exchanged hundreds of emails. Gray was later arrested on January 20 or January 1st of 2021 at a hotel in Hadley, after the mother of the child alerted police that her daughter was missing. Uh, we hope that this outcomes bring, outcome brings some closure and measure of justice for the survivor, said ADA Andrew Covington. In addition to four years in prison, Gray will have seven years of supervised probation where he must stay away from all children under the age of 18. He will also be required to register as a sex offender with the state. Um, a woman from West Springfield was trapped in her Honda Civic Wednesday evening after a crash on I 90 in Charlton. Mass State Police said the 27 year old woman was driving in the breakdown lane when she hit a 2022 Freightliner that was temporarily stopped. Police believe the speed of the Honda Civic was a factor in the crash. The woman was trapped in her car after the crash and her injuries were serious. While the operator of the commercial truck is expected to be okay, the driver of the Honda was given medical care at the scene of the accident but did not survive her injuries. The travel lane and breakdown lane on I 90 Charlton area were closed for more than three hours while police investigated the accident and was cleaned up. You know what happened here?
0: Uh, I, I now know.
2: smells like coffee in here.
0: It's all right. No, that's not. That's not. We got some. I think we got some room deodorizer in the other room, in the other, in the hallway. Room deodorizer. Yeah, like a, you know, like a, like a, like a f- uh, Febreze or something. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Just. Uh,
2: this this is going to require some mop work. Do we well,
0: have a mop? Uh, our cleaning staff, I think, only comes a couple times a week, and I'm not sure they bring mops down here.
2: Dude, that sucks. That sucks so bad.
0: What sucks because it's it's a mess, or it sucks because you no longer have any coffee.
2: It sucks because I no longer have any coffee. That yeah, delicious coffee that I was uh, hoping to enjoy mm. the rest of the morning. I I'd,
0: I'd let you have some of mine, but I don't think you're going to like it.
2: You know how I I, I read all these uh, grim horrible stories and then I'm complaining that my coffee just spilled on the floor as if that's some sort of tragedy. Yeah, seems kind of weird, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, it is it is a tragic loss. I gotta tell you, I uh, feel terrible for you.
2: Eversource was noted about a customer in Springfield who had a suspicious visit from an Eversource employee.
0: How how suspicious?
2: Uh, According to uh, Ryan Walsh, Eversource representatives always carry a company-issued photo ID and will always provide it when asked. Eversource is uh, New England's largest energy delivery company. According to its website, Eversource provides these tips on how you uh, you can protect yourself from schemes. Verify the caller is legitimate by asking for basic information. The representatives will always be able to provide the name on the account, the account address, and the exact past due balance. What okay. About, what about when you get a when you get a bill from EverSource and you're like, "Whoa, who's robbing who here?"
0: Well, it usually tells you how your uh, your neighbors are faring with their bills. You know, I'm starting to see uh, people
2: post their electric bills on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's not looking good. I just saw one for 1,200 bucks this morning.
0: 1,200 bucks.
2: Yeah, and you know that's one of those things. This happened last year too, where. I know I got whaled in January with like a seven hundred dollar bill.
0: Yeah, they. I mean, and 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 the following month they it tends to kind of equal out, but they whack you in that one month. Yeah, like you're not spending. I mean, you're not going to spend seven hundred or twelve hundred dollars a month. I hope to God you're not.
2: Well, even if you do, it's still cheaper than filling up with oil. You know what I mean? Because I like have those electric heater things in my
0: house. Well, you know, I hear of uh, one oil company that's willing to uh, splash 100 gallons of uh, oil with, with no tank in your basement. I don't remember your, the name of it. You play cards right. I don't remember the name of uh, what that was. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the name. I don't I don't want to disparage the company. I'm no. sure it was just like one guy, but nevertheless.
2: Well, uh, yeah, don't send him over to your house. No. Uh, well, MGM... Uh, Springfield and its online partners continue to campaign for a license to take sports wagers. Local and state politicians say they aren't honoring the community host agreement. State Representative Bud Williams and City uh, Councilor Mallow Brown are calling for the Gaming Commission to review the casino's diversity performance in hiring and their contributions to economic development downtown at the request of their constituents, who say they are voicing their displeasure. People have been buzzing for a while. They are not happy with MGM, said Bud. Bud. Now the main concern, uh, Williams and other local leaders, in calling these meetings is the community host agreement. He said that he did vote in favor of it five years ago, but the casino has fallen short in his estimation of their end of the bargain, particularly on the economic development portion for the downtown area of Springfield. Restaurants are not open. The Chandler Steakhouse, which was highly profiled, doesn't appear to be open like it should be. The corner of State and Main, they were supposed to rehab that building five years ago. I'm not trying to be picky, but the candle place is uh, supposed to be open. It's closed, uh, said Williams. That's kind of interesting that a lot of those businesses are closed down there.
0: All right, but uh, it, it, let's let's be a little bit fair here. Um, yes, there were certain provisions that they had to abide by in the, uh, the host agreement, but there's been a pandemic for uh, a part of this. The place was closed down for a period of time. It's now back up, and they still have to staff all those places. And much like everybody else, they're having staffing issues, like every other business in America. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, making excuses for them. But I mean, it's, it's, it's not it's just as simple as Bud would like you have to have you believe, like they're being somehow irresponsible in all this. I'm, I'm sure if they could get this all taken care of and do it, they probably would have done it. But uh, but Bill Hornbuckle's coming to town to uh, to set the record straight with Bud Williams. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's coming to town for this.
2: What's he going to do?
0: He's going to sit Bud down, and he's going to say, what was that you once said about Hanukkah and the lighting of the menorah? I said,
2: Jesus is the reason for the season.
3: Hmm.
0: Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Next.
2: Uh... Yeah, another major portion of the host agreement growing the local workforce. Data shows that they opened with nearly 3,000 employees before reducing their peak pandemic force to less than 200 positions. It says 200. There's more than 200 people that work there. There's 1,300. I think they meant to write 2,000. Yeah, maybe. You know? Uh, In terms of hiring, they're around 1,300. According to the last report, they project 3,000. But again... If a lot of people backed out and didn't go there, I'm not making excuses for them either. But you know, at least they're doing their job and trying to find out what the what the problem is.
0: Well, I mean, again, it's, it's you, you, There are there are parts of the downtown development that haven't happened yet. A lot of the market rate housing, you know, a lot of the some of the things that were supposed to happen, um, you know, some of the financial projections. You know, I I would like to think that in time they they get. To get this straightened out i don't know if it's going to happen because bud williams is asking questions
2: hey bud williams can do anything he puts his mind to just about serenity now
0: insanity later
2: uh people have been caught cheating in an hov lane with the fake person in the passenger seat you right know that but this one is a is holiday themed a driver in arizona was caught driving in a carpool lane with an inflatable grinch sitting in the front seat the Arizona Department of Public Safety posted a photo online and it's kind of funny actually. The driver isn't laughing though. A trooper pulled the car over, confirmed that there were no other passengers in the vehicle and issued a citation. It's unclear how much the ticket was for, but according to a report from 2018, local fines for HOV violations start at $400.
0: Okay. $400? Yeah.
2: It starts at $400. I-
0: how egregious is? I mean, what what would it, what would it take to get something higher? With like 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 three other mannequins in the in the car
2: to get more money violations? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's up to the discretion. Maybe it's you know it could be like, well, you were speeding as well, or you didn't have a taillight out.
0: Keep, I keep remembering that Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, episode where where Larry hires a hooker to sit in his car with him, so he, so he could, could use the, the HOV lane. lane. Otherwise, he'd have to drive alone and right. and not use those high-speed lanes to right. get caught in traffic. Right. Uh, this is not like that. This is
2: a fake doll. Um, and it's, it is it is kind of funny, but I think it would have made it more believable if you tied a little dog to the front as if he was pulling the car along. You know, like right up the mountain.
3: <laughs> yeah, with yeah.
0: some antlers uh, strapped to its head. Your uh, Pioneer
2: Valley forecast today going to be uh, cloudy uh, for the most part. And then rain throughout the Pioneer Valley starting this afternoon into tomorrow. But if you're in the hill towns, you could see 6 to 12 inches of snow. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. It's 24 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 651, and the Rolling Stones with Bax and on Rock 102.
2: It is going to be uh, cloudy, maybe some sun a little bit this morning, but then uh, all rain starting this afternoon in the lower Pioneer Valley. And if you're in the hill towns, you could see up to 6 to 12 inches of snow by the time it's all said and done tomorrow. It's uh, 24 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: You have uh, got yourself a busy busy day ahead of you. You I do. You got that party today, uh, the Christmas party, Mm -hmm. uh, excuse me, the uh, staff holiday luncheon, and then you're going to be at the shortstop bar and grill uh, tonight between 5 and 7 along with the road crew. 29 beers on tap, a huge selection of appetizers, 30 TVs hanging from walls, the shortstop, the perfect place to watch the game and hang out with friends. And while you're there, check out their state-of-the-art golf simulators and their batting cages. Stop by the Rock 102 table. Steve's going to have loads of prizes for you. It's tonight, 5 to 7 at the Shortstop Bar and Grill, 99 Springfield Street, Route 20 in Westfield with Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
2: Should be a good ass time. Yeah, that'd I'll tell be you fun. That. Yeah, that'd be yeah. fun. Uh You want to You like Fruit Loops?
0: It's not my favorite. No? No, to be honest with you, uh it's not it's not my favorite uh, cereal.
2: An art collective called MA MSCHF has created a cereal called Big Fruit Loop, which is a box with a single giant Fruit Loop inside. Obviously, it's a play on the actual Fruit Loop cereal, but this is an unauthorized stunt, so they had to create their own recipe to mimic the real one. They didn't really reveal how they made it other than to say it was not easy. The Big Fruit Loop boxes will be sold online for $19.99 starting on Monday. It's unclear how many will be available, so if you want one, you've got to go to the website bigfruitloop.com. Uh, first thing on Monday.
0: How the hell do you eat
2: it? I don't know. The color of the fruit loop uh, you get is random. They haven't released any measurements for it, but they do note that it's roughly the size of the box and that it's nine hundred and thirty calories. One serving of the real cereal is hundred and fifty calories.
0: Well, you're eating a whole box of uh, of cereal, but how do you, do you do you need a knife and a fork to eat it? I guess you would have to, you know soften it up with a big
2: giant vat of milk.
0: Yeah, like how you gonna get a bowl big enough to put that in? Or do you break it up? What is, you have to break it up.
2: What is our obsession with these things? Like, uh, we need the biggest and best. We need uh, giant Fruit Loops. That's what this world needs.
0: You know what I need when it comes to cereal, and it's been a long time since I've been a regular consumer of breakfast cereal. The bigger the bowl, the happier I am. I don't need like big pieces, but no. a big bowl makes me happy.
2: I don't really. I wouldn't go for a Fruit Loop. You send me a big cocoa puff. I might Ooh. go for that.
0: Cocoa puffs are delicious. You know right. what? You know what, what? makes them even better? What? Chocolate milk and jimmies. Ooh
2: man, I've done that. Jimmies. That's a New England thing too. All right, sprinkles. Uh, sprinkles. Thank yeah. you very
3: yeah, much. no
0: problem. Jimmies. Yeah, no. Chocolate milk and jimmies, man. That's so good. When you uh, when you take when you have that like right before you go to school. Yeah. You get on the bus by like second and third period of the day. You are flying with the sugar buds. Oh, is that so? Flying. Oh well. Then after lunch, it. you you yeah, you know, it's a major sugar crash. But after but, you know, up until that point, you're buzzing.
2: My uh my kids don't eat a whole lot of cereal. You know what they eat? They eat granola and yogurt. Like that's like their breakfast food.
0: It's got every bit as much sugar as uh, as a bowl of cereal.
2: No, but I'm just saying that's the choice versus the the breakfast cereal with the milk.
0: See, I ate cereal every day of my life up until like my uh to like my forties. I would eat cereal yeah. all the time. And Costco's
2: got this uh, bag of granola. Yeah, it's like keto friendly. It's mm-hmm. like blueberries and cinnamon and sugar. How is it? It's delicious. Really? Yeah. And it, it goes good with a vanilla Greek vanilla yogurt.
0: I think I might need to get back into more processed foods.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what you need. Yeah, I yeah. think that's what
0: I could use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a good box of cereal and some some high fat milk. I'd be ready to go.
2: Yeah, you get sick of eating that processed stuff all the time. It's nice to have like a like a good meal.
0: To me, it's more about the nostalgia of yeah. it all. When, uh, you know, when you're when you back in the 70s and 80s, processed food was the cat's ass. That's all we ever ate back then. Yes, but it's gotten worse over time. Eh, I suppose. Oh, the
2: stuff we used to eat would, uh, wouldn't would make you grow a third arm like the Captain Crunch Berries do today. Back in my day, we
0: set ourselves up for a
2: whole lifetime of diabetes, and we liked it. Back in my day, that, uh, that cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs guy was actually in a mental hospital where he belonged and now with everybody
0: pc he's back out on the streets back in my day we defrosted our dinner in a microwave
2: you got mayor dom dom complaining why the judge let
0: coco
2: coco for listen i don't know what it is these uh he was cuckoo for cocoa puffs back in the 70s he's cuckoo for cocoa puffs now and now he's out walking the street because of low bail (laughs) the hamburglar that's a repeat offender. He's coming back. <laughs> the Hamburglar, a Dom Dom, no thank you. I'll take filet of
0: fish Fry any day. Not in my town. It's 6.57 <laughs> with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Two. should be.
2: And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace
0: Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, as you know, as a former owner of valuable, non-dividend-paying Green Bay Packer stock, I have a deep wealth of experience in NFL ownership. Until I was forced to surrender that lone remaining share in my divorce, I had been part of the owner of that team for over 20 years, so I think I know a thing or two about the ownership game. And while it would be great to cannonball myself right back into it, I find them a little short in placing a bid to buy another team. For example, if I were to purchase the Washington Commanders from their current owner, Dan Snyder, I would need approximately $7 billion. At the moment, I'm currently $6.99 billion short. Actually, I only have 12 bucks. But if I had access to that sort of money, then making a bid to restore that once-proud franchise would be totally worth the time, the money, and effort. Yesterday, the NFL owners met to discuss the potential sale of the commanders, and according to the Washington Post, Bank of America is getting ready to distribute an official prospectus for potential buyers. When I bought my Green Bay Packers stock in the early 90s, all I needed was a self-addressed stamped envelope. These days, it's a lot more complicated. There's documentation, disclosure forms, credit checks, lengthy forms required by the government. With the Packers, all I needed was a stamp course, the NFL owners are eager to push this through. Daniel Snyder has proved himself to be a soulless, sexually inappropriate dirtbag. It was a long history of outrageous financial improprieties. Only Colts owner Jim Ursay claims that he needs a little bit more time to decide. That's very different than what he was saying six weeks ago when he claimed that it was time for Snyder to go. But that's mostly because he'd be the next guy to leave. Either way, I'll be going to the nearest Coinstar machine today to see how much closer I am to getting back into the NFL game. I may not have the highest bid, but I do have the experience, and I think that should count for at least something. But hey, and of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Get $25 at Rockies Cash Rewards when you spend $125 at Rockies. $25 to spend at Rockies. It's free money. You probably have a few holiday gifts to get at Rockies anyway, so get this offer and 25 bucks in free Rockies cash rewards. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at seven ten And Joan Jett, The back Nagel and Rock 102.
2: Uh, it is going to be uh, sort of sunny this morning, then clouds move in, and then rain starts throughout the lower Pioneer Valley and a high of 40 today. Now that rain is also going to be snow up in the hill towns, which uh, you can see 6 to 12 inches by the time it's all said and done by tomorrow afternoon. It is 24 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Scott Zolak will be joining us next hour. We've got all kinds of Patriot stuff to talk to him about, and so that's coming up uh, after 8 o'clock. Brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the NFL.
2: Have you ever uh, you ever been on OnlyFans?
0: I have not, but I've been uh, reading an awful lot about it. And, uh, you know, listen, uh, holidays coming up. Uh, you know, It's a matter of days. Think I could really bolster my uh, my income if I uh, start my own page? Really yeah. thinking about it.
2: Well, uh, you know, you could make. I see some of these people like quitting their jobs because they're making like fifty grand a month on OnlyFans. I could squeeze
0: by on fifty grand a month. And
2: and, and let's be, let's clarify: these are women. Who are doing this? These aren't men. who are There
0: doing this. are lots of dudes on OnlyFans. Really? Yeah. Remember, I told you that story about this guy. I think his name is like uh, turned out Tony, and he uh, he pranks his mom all the time, and and uh, kind of like a very much like a Tom Green kind of thing. Yeah. Well, he makes his money on OnlyFans. Okay, so- and was a- and was able to pay off his his sister's student loans and enough money for his dad to retire. So he's not making nude photos. I don't know. I haven't been on his OnlyFans uh, page. This is what I don't
2: understand is like from what I've only seen, get it? Yeah, right? What I've only seen is that it's like women making money off of uh, putting scantily clad uh, pictures or yeah. nude pictures uh, of
0: themselves up online. Yeah, but from- it, but it's but it's dudes too. And I and I yeah. and uh, if I if I take that guy's uh, example, well I'm just capable of putting some uh, coquettish peekaboo shots online as anybody else. The OnlyFans platform
2: empowers creators to own their potential and revolutionizes the connections between their creators and fans. You know what? I might have to sign up for this. Have, Why not? I have fans. Sure.
0: We both have fans.
2: Right. Yeah. I don't think I'd be making 50 grand a month. You don't need to. If I make five bucks a month, I'll be happy. It's five bucks uh, this five, month that you didn't have last month. That's right. And for all the effort I got to put into it.
0: There's this uh, story out of, uh, out of Texas. A former Texas Hooters waitress facing murder charges was denied her request for a lower bond last week despite telling the judge that she could cover the proposed amount of her earnings from OnlyFans. She's got uh, Ashley Esselborn from t- 21. Uh, the judge uh, failed to lower her bond from $100,000 to $50,000. Uh, she said that she had $8,000 locked in an, ac- in an account uh, she charges her subscribers $12 a month for her adult content, and if she can only get to that cash, she could start easily paying off her uh, her debt I'm, in this bond. I'm sorry. I missed that. How much fun does she
2: charge? $12 a month. Oh, okay. So it's a subscription-based
0: thing. Yes. Oh, so, so each person pays 12 bucks a month to see the content. It, de- it depends on who it is. Sometimes you can pay 12 Sometimes it's less. Sometimes it's more. Yeah, I'm the kind of guy that wouldn't require twelve uh, someone to pay twelve dollars a month to see uh, my peekaboo shots. But uh, you know, yeah, there might be someone willing to spend uh, six bucks, four bucks, whatever. Four bucks. I want to. I want to make it financially yeah. reasonable for somebody, as opposed to feel like I'm like they're, like they're, they wouldn't be getting the best out of me. Did you hear what this
1: woman
2: did or what she's accused of doing? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's first-degree murder. I mean,
0: she's accused
2: of being the cheerleader uh, while 18-year-old Ronnie Lang, 28-year-old William Bell, and 27-year-old Peyton Collier allegedly beat a man to death with their feet, fists, and a baseball bat. Mm. Lang uh, pleaded guilty while the other three have plea deals on the table. Police described the incident, which took place in Wichita Wichita Falls, Texas, as a, quote, massive bloodletting event. According to police, the group attacked Wood because they believed he stole drugs and cash from them while they were staying at his home. Well, do you think the judge will lower <clears throat> the bond amount from 100000 to $50,000? Uh,
0: no, he's uh, he's claiming that he's not going to do that but because oh. uh, she's a violent criminal. But I think <clears throat> uh, the bigger story here is not so much that she's a violent criminal. Mm-hmm. But then she's charging $12 a month for having people, uh, you know, defile pictures of her or video or whatever they are doing over there.
2: That's how the, uh, the, the Cash Me Outside girl got
0: made money. Yes. She started an OnlyFans
2: thing and all these people. She's, she was making millions of dollars, millions of dollars off of this one offline that she said on a stupid TV show.
0: Yeah. I mean, I haven't made good cash since they stopped doing them uh, Rock 102 work release events. Yeah, I know. I was making money hand over fist. Were you really? No, but better than I was making now. Where those, you're right now, I got a big fat goose egg. Those were negative net <laughs> things for me. <laughs> Between the amount of money you'd spend in gasoline to get to whatever the location, and the amount you actually got paid, you were in the hole the moment you got there.
2: Well, I would have to listen. I'm. I'll just let the cat out of the bag. I would made fifty dollars every time I did one of those things. The work release program, fifty bucks. Yep. Right. Yep. 50 bucks to drive, like you said, uh, you know, it takes me half an hour to 45 minutes to get anywhere anyway. So I have to leave an hour early before the event starts. So you're basically taking four hours out of your time. I also Easy. have to pay a babysitter at 15 yes. bucks an hour. So, you know, that's 60 bucks right there. I'm already in the whole $10 minus whatever gas I use to get to the event. This is why.
0: an only A Steve Nagel OnlyFans page... Makes all the sense in the world. Think about what you could do on OnlyFans and never leave the comfort of your home. I could like do filthy material. Like my,
2: my comedy. If yes. people want to pay for that, they can see me
0: do that. You could use uh, the F word, the S word, yeah. the C word, the other C word. You can use various, uh, you know, you know, uh, all kinds of variations of the F word what if mean, you really like wanted to. Like sea
2: legs or <clears throat> no sea urchins? No. Is that what you're talking about?
0: No. Oh. Words that begin with the letter C. Uh, cookies? Maybe. Uh, <clears throat> cakes? Sure. Anyway, my point is, yeah. you know, you and I... Could be making tons of dough on our separate OnlyFans page. Then why are we not doing this? Remember the uh, the other day, you'd use that uh, that hot chick filter from uh, from uh, from uh, Snapchat. Mm You are as good looking as half the good uh, half the ladies on OnlyFans. I've been doing these uh, these videos that uh,
2: I do them specifically for my girlfriend, but they're not. Don't get don't get the wrong idea with that. But they're Snapchat filters. Yeah. Okay. And I just pretend I'm different voices uh-huh. and I send send messages and, uh, you know, because uh, I'm like, I do voices. That's what I do. Oh, yeah. I like to make people laugh, too. But I, you know what? Well, you should
0: try doing that on the show sometime.
2: But her and I were discussing the other day. She's, you know, I, I said, maybe I should record these. And she goes, you absolutely should and put them up because they're funny. And that there's a comedian that does that. He makes he makes a lot of money off that stuff. That Anthony, God, um,
0: uh, Anthony
2: Rodea, Rodea or
0: Rodea. Uh, um, he. Oh, does, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's like, he
2: does these like Italian voices. Like he's his parent. He's talking about his parents, and they're Italians. So he does this like voice filter thing on Snapchat, where he is like, you know. He, he, it's it's like a higher pitched version of his mom and dad, and he's doing all these, doing comedy bits based on that, based on those characters.
0: I could make money doing that. My understanding of OnlyFans is that it's not all pornography. I mean, the best stuff is, but for the most, for a a good number of people who are doing it, Mm -hmm. it 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 ain't it ain't filthy at all. It's just uh, you know could be comedy. Could be, uh, you know, someone who is uh, spouting off their, you know, in, insane, uh, you know, belief systems or, yeah. you know, whatever it could be. Only fans is for all, for everybody. But if you were willing to be a little bit more risque and uh, you know, do some things that you may not do no, in see, uh, your that, normal th- th- course of th- business. That's what I don't want to do. I don't want to do, risk. you mean risque
2: like in, in material content, not, not risque. Well, I'm like, not
0: asking you to be you know, like doing comedy material on all fours with a ball gag. I'm not asking you to do that, although that would be interesting and probably worth a few more bucks <laughs> per <laughs> month.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and then you do it with a rim shot. Yeah. I, on a drum. I like that.
2: (laughs) That could be one of the videos. I got a ball gag in my mouth. Yeah. You know what? I'll come over to your house.
0: Bondage comedy.
2: I'll come over to your house. You got the drum set still, right? Yeah. Can you set up just like the little bit of it where you can just do the... Can you just do that? You don't have to set up the whole. I drum could bring thing. it
0: here if you wanted to
2: do it. Well, that's what I'm saying. We could we could make these videos, and I could put a ball gag in my mouth and 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 act as if I'm telling jokes. Why don't I do that? Because otherwise, I'd
0: have to clean my house and all that and other you, stuff.
2: And you know what? I will be telling very filthy jokes, but you won't be able to hear them. The filthier, the better.
0: But yeah, you'll have the ball gag, yeah, and uh, you know, hands tied behind your back, and mm-hmm. maybe I'll be smack Oh, I'll be playing the drums and then smacking you in the ass with a with a riding crop. I like this idea. I'm telling you, we're sitting on, we we're can, sitting on a pile of cash. Can, yeah, we could be sitting on a pile of cash. I'm all aboard. Listen, you got how many fans on Facebook? Right? Uh, 5,000. You got 5,000. I got 5,000. Yeah. again. Then And uh, a bunch of followers. So I, oh, yeah, I got 8,200 yeah. 8, followers. P- plus 20,000 plus on the on the regular Facebook page. Can you imagine if each one of those people could pay as little as just three bucks a month or what's that kind of material? This
2: is how these people are making uh, $50,000 a month. Because that was the thing that was, I didn't realize that's what it was. I thought people were just like tipping people. You know, like you go and you 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 say, "Oh well, you know what? That was a great performance. Here's a hundred dollars." So you get all these like lonely dudes out there feeding these young girls. Yeah. Hey, oh yeah, well, I like the way you look. Here's an extra hundred bucks for you, honey.
0: Well, there there may be an opportunity for gratuity.
2: Well, I, I would be taking. I would be willing to do that. <laughs>
0: I think this is a great idea. You know what I'm telling you? It doesn't... It doesn't... You don't have to show off your naughty bits. You don't have to show off anything filthy. You just give the illusion that it's naughty. Here's what
2: we need to do, though. We need to actually do this. You know, we always say we're going to do something, and then we wind up not doing it. Yeah. But a lucrative deal like this, you know... Uh, we, I would, wouldn't would mind producing content every day just to put something up on there for people to enjoy. Yeah. I mean, may, maybe it's worth a few bucks. I do it for next to nothing here every day. I might
0: as well just do it online, and I can do whatever the hell I want. Well, I mean, you get you get some benefit out of here. Really? <sighs> you, it's going to take me a little while to figure out what yeah, that I is, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'm just right. saying there's got to be something here. Oh,
2: I'm sorry. I get the privilege of going to a holiday lunch at twelve thirty on a Thursday. See, yeah, See? there you go. See, what the, is anybody at OnlyFans doing that? What? Uh, what other you schmoes out there in Western Mass get to go to a Chipotle at twelve thirty in the afternoon for a holiday lunch? Hmm? Nobody, nobody. <laughs> it gets better the more we Ooh. talk about it. And I get a twenty-five dollar gift included. Ooh, even better. How about that?
0: It's seven twenty-three with Baxon Nagel on Rock One Hundred and, and Two. Hey. <laughs> poser okay it's 726 Baxen Nagel on Rock 102
2: um it's going to be uh, cloudy this morning well mix of sun and clouds this morning and then cloudy And then eventually rain moving in uh, throughout the Pioneer Valley. But if you're in the hill towns, we're going to see six to 12 inches of snow by the time Mm. it's all said and done by tomorrow. It is uh, flavin' in downtown Springfield right now.
0: So I'm being told by uh, someone who obviously uh, must spend an awful lot of time on uh, OnlyFans that tipping is an option on top of monthly subscriptions. Yeah. So that's how you're making your money. Now, you do a good video, you do good work, people are going to say, oh, man, that was totally worth the subscription price. I think I'll toss in a little bit extra so they can continue to produce such great quality work. You know, that's one of those
2: things that, I mean, how many times do you go out and you hear amongst a group of people talking about OnlyFans and how they have an account for OnlyFans to watch?
0: Um, Never. Never.
2: Never. But it's one of those secret things. It's like one of those things that nobody wants to tell anybody that they're a member of. Yeah. Because I always wondered, I'm like, well, where are these people if these chicks are making 50 grand a month? Uh, you know, showing off the booty.
0: Yeah, but it's again, it's but it's not just the women showing off their booties. No, it, I, it's it's it's, uh, it's more than that.
2: I understand it's more than that, but the only ones you hear about are the are the women who you know. Hey, I was working in a McDonald's, uh, you know, struggling to make ends meet. Then I put these pictures up on OnlyFans, and uh, you know, now I'm making uh, fifty grand a month. You know, but who are the people? Like, you don't hear about the people. I don't have buddies coming to me going, hey, man, you got to get on this OnlyFans thing. Like, nobody's ever said that to me.
0: Yeah. Well, I think anyone who's on it doesn't want everybody to know they're on it because it's like- you That's know, what I'm saying. There's,
2: there's a stigma attached to not only the people that do it, but there's a stigma attached to the yeah. people that, that will pay for that.
0: But but here's the thing. Listening to this show is the kind of thing that people don't want to admit to in public either. Yeah. So I, to me, this is like- this is a format meant for guys like us. Yeah. Not as, as members, as content providers. All right. I, I think we should get on this
2: like sooner than later. Yeah, I think so. All Let's right. get
0: our producer working on this. Oh,
2: yeah, that's right. We have that producer. Well, you know, hey, if we make some uh, pretty good money, maybe we can afford our own producer.
0: Not out of my cash reserves, we don't. Uh-huh. We got news next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News. 7.32. Hello. We're back to Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh,
2: thank you, Bax. Uh, breaking this morning, a two, a third, uh, this morning, a two-car crash resulted in a knocked-down traffic light in Holyoke. That happened on the corner of Sargent and Main Street. According to officials, multiple people have been hospitalized with minor injuries. Crews are uh, on the scene working to fix that traffic light. expects uh, delays through lunchtime. Uh, pretty nasty accident too. Like the whole the whole traffic light came crashing down, Jesus. and the, and the front end of the car is just all, all mangled. Yeah, you know it's that time of year. People are speeding up, and it's icy outside. And
0: well, you know uh, it is that time of year, and it's also you know Christmas time. You know the holiday time. Everyone's yeah. uh, in a rush. Everybody wants to get home before dark. Yeah, yeah it's like these are tough times.
2: Yeah, I went out last night at like four thirty and I was only out for about an hour. Yeah. And it felt like it was ten o'clock at night by the time I got home. I was home by five thirty and it was still it was like pitch black.
0: We've been uh eating dinner early because yeah. well, one, I'm an old man and then you know, two, you know, Jenny comes home from a long day of work, she's uh she's hungry and uh We've been eating like like four o'clock, four fifteen, four oh, thirty in the afternoon. It's starting. It's already starting. And yeah. then you know, by the time we're done, uh, you know, we'll sit down, watch a little bit of TV, and the uh, the the clock on the uh, on the cable box, mm-hmm. five ten, five fifteen. We're know. like, what the it's hell cr- happened to
2: the whole night? It's crazy. It, when the when the when it gets dark like this, and of course we're coming up, uh, you know, another six days away from the
0: shortest day of the year. I know. Uh, I, I I despise winter. I don't you know. I don't mind winter. I I just don't like the 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 jerking around we do with the time. You know that's like come on. Let's let's pick one and live with it.
2: Um, a pedestrian has died after being struck by a vehicle in the area of Dwight and Congress Streets in Springfield on Wednesday, according to Ryan Walsh from the Springfield Police. Officers responded to the scene around 3:40 p.m. on Wednesday. The adult male pedestrian was brought to Bay State Medical Center for treatment but succumbed to his injuries. Police said that the driver remained on the scene after striking the man. The Springfield Police Department traffic unit is investigating. And yet another pedestrian accident in the area Mm -hmm. in, what's that, make five now in the last last month? A cafeteria worker at Westfield State University was honored uh, last night after he saved a student's life last Wednesday when he started choking. Western Mass News got a chance to speak with the hero, Gene Galuzka, who said that the student bumped into him and asked for help. Galuzka added that he tried the Heimlich maneuver four times until the student eventually stopped choking. Somebody uh, needs your help, you help. That's it, he told us. It was very nice that the college wanted to be thankful and that they were recognizing me for helping somebody. Galuzka said he just happened to be there at the moment, but he is certain any other staff member would have done the same. You know, uh... That's one of those things that people don't think about. Like how think about it. Uh how you could choke. Yeah. That happens probably more often than not.
0: A few years ago, I was at a uh, at a restaurant uh, slash bar. I don't want to say the name of the place, but uh we were there. A buddy of mine was sitting at the bar and he orders uh he orders like uh, some steak tips, right? Yeah. So he's uh, chowing down on the uh, on the steak tips right at the bar. He and I are sitting down there, <clears throat> and he starts to choke, mm-hmm. right. So I, uh, quick thinking guy, uh, he's turning blue, and I'm saying, "Dude, are you choking?" And then uh, I-, I remember from my first aid merit badge, I took my 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 fist right, mm-hmm. and I I kind of punched him like right in the back, yeah, and it dislodged the uh, the piece of steak that was in the back of his throat. You punched him in the back? Well, that's one of the first, you know, you just, you know, swiftly, you know, try to jar it loose with a punch to the back or a slap to the back or whatever maybe. Before it may
2: be. you do the Heimlich thing?
0: Yeah. It, well, that's that's what I was uh, told, uh, you know, back in the early 80s. I have never been
2: told to punch <clears throat> somebody in the back to I was, get a food dislodge.
0: Well, I was considering a donkey punch anyway but anyway even
2: a baby they tell you to put the baby over your knee and then pat the back so the
0: baby can spit up whatever well patting the back is kind of the the same it's the same thing I just did it with a little bit more push anyway the uh, the piece of meat flies out of his mouth right just it launches and then all of a sudden everything that he had eaten before that piece yeah splashes all over the oh, bar. Ah, that's disgusting. Okay, I know I, this, is a gr- this is a gross story, but yeah. it's, it's going to get more bizarre here in a second. All right. He throws up, right? <clears throat> and, uh, you know, of course, as he's doing this, I I put my arm in front of my plate yeah. to protect my meal and, and my drink, and uh, the bartender comes up with a couple rags, clears everything off, and then the first thing out of his mouth is, would you like another plate of steak tips? They
2: ask that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like,
0: Dude, um, my friend almost died here. You're going to ask him if he wants another plate of food? How about you say, this one's on us? Well, I would continue eating the meal.
2: Not the meal, not that the I, meal you that, just threw up. Not the no. regurgitated meal, but uh, I would take another fresh plate of steak tips. Hey, I choked on your meat. The least you could do is bring me more meat.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did so he? he ordered the uh, the extra plate. He did. I well, was going to say of course I I mean, he did.
2: You're not going to turn that down. Well, by that point he was starving, you know. <laughs> did they
0: Yeah. Oh, well, he
2: had he had refunded most of the rest of the meal. Yeah, but he
0: cut everything up in smaller pieces, which was which was what he probably should have done though be, to begin with.
2: Yeah, but when something's so delicious, sometimes you don't have time to cut it all up.
0: Well, I like a good steak tip uh, as much as anybody, and I always try to chew my food before swallowing. You know, I've noticed uh as I as I grow
2: older that my like my throat isn't as tight as it used to be.
4: Mhm.
2: I mean, I know you can make a million jokes about that right now. I don't know but, what uh, you're talking about, Steve. Oh, uh, yeah, this, Yeah, somebody's wearing out my uvula like Mike Tyson's speed bag. <laughs> But uh, no, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's uh, like a, my throat is more relaxed. I mean, I know that I have the CPAP. I need the CPAP machine because my throat collapses at night. Sure, that's that's the reason why it needs to push the air through there. So maybe uh, maybe my throat's getting weak.
3: Uh, He's not as
2: spry
0: <laughs> as he used to be. No, and this, of course, is a trail of tears. A trail of tears for all the folks that. Gobbler's knob We're hoping that your throat Be all loosened up
2: Yeah I, I, I don't know about that. Uh, uh, Yeah but It just, it just feel Like sometimes I eat And sometimes I go Like it's oh, hard yeah, for me yeah. To swallow Does that happen Is that like one of those Things that happens To people <laughs> I wouldn't know You're, I, you're I've never getting, had a, I've never had A swallowing issue So That's what I'm asking I know you have Never had an issue With it but do you feel like you're weakening? In
0: the- uh, no, actually, I don't. Right. I don't feel any weakening of the swallowing. Uh, are are you, uh, at all? Are you sure? Yes, I'm quite sure.
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, let's do some. Uh, let's here. Here's again here, about tipping. You writing? Yes. Someone posted footage from their doorbell cam after they ordered a Domino's pizza, and the delivery driver shamed them for not tipping. And she, as she's handing them their pizza, she says, tip. And the customer says, no. So she points out that they have a car in the driveway and they could have picked it up themselves if they wanted to save money. The woman who ordered it says something about how she already paid for the convenience. And besides the tip, she's pretty nice. She says, thank you and have a nice day. And the driver responds, come get it next time. It looks like there's a cut mid-video where something got taken out so there's no way to tell what they actually said. Most people online seem to think the driver is a jerk and was acting entitled. Others think anyone who doesn't tip is always
0: a jerk. (sighs) We've all been in situations where someone was going to pay and left the tip Mm -hmm. and their tip was so bad it was embarrassing. Yeah. I always try to discreetly add more to the tip. I, I always try to give 20%. I, I told you I was in a
2: hotel at over, the the very w- least. over the weekend, and uh, you know uh, people were hungry. So I ordered Domino's, and uh, <clears throat> I included the 20% tip in the order before they even got there. Sure. Because I'm figuring, eh, well, I'm not going to wait until I find out. First of all, I didn't have any cash on me anyway because my debit card had been... Uh, had been compromised, and I'm still waiting for a new one, so I had to use my credit card to do it. But I put the 20% on there, figuring, you know what, it's midnight. Nobody wants to be working this late delivering pizzas, and that's your job. I I get it. You you get the 20%. But I really don't think you should be expecting that from anybody. Your job, when you're in those businesses, it's all about averages, so you could have a good night where well, some nights you make two hundred dollars and some nights you only make eighty
0: bucks. Well, let me ask you this because this is kind of like a new phenomenon, you know, post COVID kind of type of thing. So if you have something delivered to your house, all right, to me, someone has got to go through the uh, the effort of delivering it. Okay, so whether it's you know whether it's a Grubhub or you know whatever or even a, like a pizza delivery guy, I leave a tip. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But if you're ordering, uh for, like, curbside pickup. Uh, Like, a perfect example would be I ordered something at the Buena Huesano not not too long ago. Yeah. And you use the app and you order it that way and they ask you at the end whether you want to leave a tip. Mm -hmm. And part of me wants to know, should you be tipping in a situation like that? That's a tough one because nobody's... I mean, other than... I mean... (sighs) I mean, I'm going over there to pick it up. I'm walking in the store. I'm going to the... To the little uh, table there, I'm grabbing my food and walking out. It's tough to say because you got, uh,
2: yes, you're not not getting the service as you would if you were to sit down in the place or you were to have somebody deliver it to your house. Right. But they're still making the same amount of money and they're packaging up a lot of food orders uh, throughout the night. So I kind of think they deserve a tip for that too because-
0: Do you pay the full 20%?
2: No, I would go lower on that.
0: One. Like 15, yeah. which is the, the, the lowest option on there.
2: Would you ever go to like a like an Asian buffet? Yeah. Yeah. I usually tip about maybe 12 to 15% there, be, only because all they're really doing is just grabbing you a drink and, and throwing it down. Yeah, they're bussing tables and all that stuff afterwards,
0: but you're not getting the full service as you would in a restaurant. Well, that's kind of the thing, because yeah. like, like in a buffet situation, I'm always wondering, well, do you leave a tip in a buffet? I I don't know. I would leave a tip in a buffet because someone's going to come by and take all twenty five plates off my table. Yeah, at some yeah. point, someone's going to you know remove all the all the things that I've soiled. But uh, but it doesn't seem to be the kind of thing where you would give like the top the top tip, the
2: highest tip. Mm, maybe not the highest tip. Yeah. You know, again, situational. That's, that's I, guess, I guess I guess you. Uh, Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be partly sunny this morning, and then mostly cloudy. Rain starts to move in throughout the area tonight, and then if you live in the hill towns, you could see six to twelve inches of snow. There's like a border right uh, on Route 20 in Russell (laughs) going into the hill towns that shows the line of snow six to twelve inches, Uh, but the rest of the Pioneer Valley just rain. High of 41. It is 23 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Aw, yeah. If you're an HVAC tech,
0: you cho- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. at 7.53, and the cars is back to Nagel and Rock 102. It is going to be uh,
2: sunny this morning a little bit, then mostly cloudy with some rain showers moving in throughout the Pioneer Valley all the way until tomorrow. Now, if you live in the hill towns, you're going to see 6 to 12 inches of snow. If you live down here. Probably not as much. Coding to two inches. 24 in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, real quick, Saturday, February 4th is uh, Bourbon, Barbecue, and Blues at the Delaney House in Holyoke from 6 to 9. Great event with excellent mm-hmm. food, smooth drinks, and excellent music from Neil and the Vipers. Your admission includes a, a bourbon tasting, a multi-course meal, plus all the live music. Tickets and information can be found at rock102.com. Bourbon, Barbecue, and Blues, February 4th. At the Delaney House, brought to you by Dave Minor Exterior Home Improvements, Lotus Bath & Closet, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. And we continue this show without haste.
2: I said, without haste! Now hear this with
1: Bex and Nagel on Rock 102.
2: You do uh, romantic stuff for your wife, do you? Depends what
0: your uh, definition is of, ro- of romantic.
2: Would you? you leave her love notes around? Do you leave her uh, post-it notes, uh, something like mm-hmm. that, just to say? Yeah, uh, make it up to her in other ways. You send her a text in the morning, maybe. Yeah, uh, no, Good that morning, I do, sweetie. That I do. Uh, a wife discovered that her husband has been writing love notes on the inner tongue of her shoes to her for the last six years. She was unaware, and here she is talking about finding it after so long.
3: I was lacing up my shoes and realized that there was something written in the shoe. So I see that there's writing. It says, I feel a lot better when you're around. So I call Rory, and I'm like, I just found a love letter in my shoe. Then he tells me, Honor, we've been married for six years. I have been riding in your shoes for six years, and you just noticed. But okay? so then I'm like, there's no way Rory's been doing this, and then I just, like, haven't noticed. So then I went to investigate. So these are my shoes. If your feet get tired, I will carry you. And that's the cutest thing that you've ever seen in your life.
0: <laughs> that's nothing. You should see what he's doing to your socks. Yeah, I know. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> To
2: be married for six years and to just realize this man has been doing that tells me a you have too many shoes. Yeah, right. And b you don't pay attention to a damn thing he says
0: this, or does. This is a uh, this is a, a lopsided yeah. r- uh, relationship. Oh, and
2: now I'm supposed to feel sentimental because you just <laughs> discovered something that he's been doing for you all along. Wow, what a what an ungrateful person. Yeah, no she kidding. Is. Yeah. Uh, Clip number two, a man claims that he and his father-in-law were kicked off a flight departing from Flint, Michigan, because he said the word penis. Here's Jason Bauer telling his side of the story.
3: They didn't give us a reason until they brought us off the flight. They set us down. Finally, Flint police came over and told us we were removed because I said the word penis on board an airplane. I meant it in no derogatory issue. I mean, it's a part of the male anatomy, and it got out, and we were literally kicked off an airplane in Flint, and we had to drive. My wife had to come and get us.
0: What? What was the context See, in which the, uh, the the word penis was used? That's what I would like to know. I would like to know what the conversation was about. Because he stood up in his seat and said, hey, everybody, look at my penis, that's a reason to be kicked off a plight. Yes. Uh, but standing up and just yelling, penis, that's not yeah, enough. That's not really enough. That's not enough for me. But it waving c- it around uh, you know, in the cockpit, that would be something different. See, that's the thing. I can't say penis, but you can say cockpit all
2: day long. That is misleading. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Where's your Southwest Airlines (laughs) employee singing the landing song as we come down? Anywho, uh, clip number three. You ready? Yes. An L.A. uh, sheriff's deputy is in a bit of hot water after allegedly getting caught having sex while on the clock because the mic on her radio was on. Here's some audio from the incident along with another deputy <laughs> trying to get her to turn off the mic. She's a rookie deputy working at the Men's Central Jail at night, by the way. Open mic on discussion.
3: of an open mic. Secure mic. Uh, 95
0: Ocean, open mic. Uh, 95 Ocean, you have an open mic. Secure mic. Ah! Ah! Oh, I'm sorry. Nothing like this has ever happened to me before. Uh, Who is she having sex with? That's what I want
2: to know. She's at the men's correctional facility. Man, no kidding. You know, that uh, that conjugal visit, that'll melt your face off. Caged heat. Caged heat. What's your pickup line uh, to get somebody to do them? (laughs) Spread them. Come on. (laughs) Let's do it. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Do you know how fast you were going when you fell (laughs) from heaven? (laughs) Would you like to cock my service revolver? Oh, there you go. Yeah. I have a great idea for these handcuffs, by the way. (laughs) Or you can go back to the Springfield Police yesterday. Yes, Yes, you could. We'll get the Greg Bigda. There you go. You ain't going to get laid, but you will get screwed. I'll give you that one. (laughs) And that is uh, Now Hear This. It is
0: 7.58 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. New England, Detroit University Trojans at 3 o'clock. You might remember that game from the rich history of the Tail Greeter Cure Bowl, or the FPC Mortgage Cure Bowl, or by its original name, the AutoNation Cure Bowl, which began all the way back in 2015. Sure, some of these bowl games are hard to keep straight, and some of them won't be all that interesting. But when you're staring straight down the barrel of a 43-game college football season, can you really be that choosy? Miss one bowl game, you could be missing a classic. Like the Wasabi Fenway Bowl, the Cricket Celebration Bowl, the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl presented by Stifle, the Lending Tree Bowl, the New Mexico or the Frisco Bowls, all of which are being played on Saturday. Each one of them requires a different bunch of snacks and a whole new set of preparations because it's going to be fantastic. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. What's this little piece of plastic turn into a Weber grill? Now, that's holiday magic. The Rocky's gift card magically turns into a Craftsman air compressor, or an Aaron snow thrower, or a Yeti travel mug, or what have you. Spread the magic. Give a gift card from your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-11 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
2: I mean, real quick, let me just paint this picture for you. I'm upstairs. Scott Cohen is upstairs, yeah, right? Right. And uh, you know, we're chit-chatting back and forth. And I said, oh, I should have had you go get me a coffee because I spilled mine all over the floor. And he goes, yeah, I heard about that. And that was the end of the conversation. And I'm like, wait a minute. If this was the other way around, I would be like, would you like me to go get you a coffee? And
0: I would have said Yes. <laughs> A lot of situational awareness eh, with that I guy. I guess so. On the phone with this right now, brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the NFL. It's Scott Zolak. How you doing, Scott?
1: How we doing, guys? Now, see, with our new studios, we have rules. We have to have cups on all of our beverages.
2: You mean lids if on like We get all caught your-
1: without them. Well, he had they a ticket, and they spank you. They spank you out back.
0: I gotta tell you, we we had a lid. He had a lid on this thing, yeah. and knocked it over because our engineer was trying to fix something. It wasn't because the engineer was there, but he just he just you know bumped it and then knocked it all over the place. And you would think that a guy coming in would say, "Hey, the least I could do for you is get your coffee." Yeah, he 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 didn't bother. Little cheap bastard. That it's, guy turned out to be. the
1: greatest thing, these engineers. These the engineers. <laughs> we got them. We got like eight of them, and all we do, I break the balls every day because like <laughs> every piece it. Of- Every piece of equipment is million dollars. and You can't get food, and you can't bump this and bring yeah. that. Yeah. They walk around with, like, flannel. I bet he wears a flannel. Yeah, he does He'll wear a flannel he, shirts. Actually, shirts.
2: he's wearing a flannel right now. See? Yeah. Think, yeah. That. That's, that's it.
0: Uh, that's it. So, uh,
2: <laughs> well, thanks for chiming in.
0: Now. There you go. All right. Well, good talking right. to you, Scott. Uh, <laughs> Hey,
1: how uh, well, about see, no, see you next week, guys. There yeah. you
0: go. <laughs> hey, we got to talk about a, a little. There's actually quite a lot to talk about here. I mean, uh, obviously, yeah. the, the winning the Arizona game was a big win. They looked real good in the second half, but ever since the game ended and the Patriots wind up uh, beating the Cardinals, there's been a lot of focus specific, uh, a lot of focus specifically on uh, Matt Patricia. Uh, uh, and his, yeah. his play calling abilities. Now, obviously, this is a guy whose bread and butter is defense, but he's been called. He's been asked to uh, to call plays, and he's getting a ration of crap for what he's calling. Do you think at this point, this deep into the season, that criticism is is justified?
1: I think it's a mixture of everything. I really do. Um, obviously, when you're doing it for the first time, it, it takes a while. I think I told you guys this last week. Charlie Weiss said it takes years to learn how to call plays, and. Part of the problem is you don't have the patience for it right now. Like I'm glad I'm talking to you guys when we're above 500. I could be doing this interview today, be six and seven, and have nothing to play for. Yeah, but somehow you got the seven and six, and you're the seventh team in the playoffs, and you win this week, which I think you will win. You're going to be eight and six this time next week. Um, so to see where this team is now compared to where we've watched it limp along, and I've, I feel like everybody, first half. You listen to me on the call, I was pissed off about the offense. They couldn't get out of their own damn way. It's screen here, screen there. But don't forget, you got Jacoby Myers down. So your number one guy is out going into that game. Ramondre Stevenson gets hurt early. So you lose your number one back. Now you got two rookie running backs in there. Uh, the line is not playing well right now. I just think they're trying to call a game plan to get the ball to Max hands as quick as they can. I know Max frustrated, and he should be. Um, all quarterbacks want to throw the ball downfield. But at the end of the day, he was right. Hey, we won the game. They hugged it out. Um, I think we read too much into the sideline outbursts, you know, guy cussing each other out. We do that all the time. Shoot, we do that in the studio from 10 to 2. <laughs> you know, we scream at each other. We,
0: we, do, uh, we do that from uh, 6 to 10. I'm sure. Look at you and your coffee thing upstairs. Yeah, you probably absolutely. want
2: to kick his ass. You we to probably drink? do. Yeah. Scott, I, had to, I yeah. had to resort to a
1: curing cup of coffee. No, that's that's just, like sweatshop
0: yeah, coffee right there. Disgusting. disgusting. Yeah, Absolutely.
1: Yeah, we get, we have those too. Uh, we don't have a cured, but we have one of those. you put a flat pouch in and you press the button. It's this high tech thing. Oh, it's nothing like having freshly brewed cups of uh, pots of coffee. Well,
0: see that's and that and that should tell you everything you need to know about uh, you know broadcast facilities. It doesn't matter where it's in Boston or Springfield or. Or you know, Greenfield—they—they're yeah. all toilets. They just flush differently. They're all based on the, on yeah. the same premise. And then you're sitting
2: there in your broadcast booth, and you're like, "Hey, when did they get a new G on that Gillette sign? How do they have <laughs> money for that? Yeah. They can't get us a good, decent <laughs> cup of coffee in this booth."
1: I tell you what, we we stayed at the Camby Resort, which is on Saddleback uh, Camelback Road in um, in Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous resort. So we're down the we're down the uh, uh, not kitchen, but we're down a restaurant eating breakfast. He ordered, this guy next to me orders a coffee, and I haven't even ordered yet. So the lady comes over. She's got this mini clear pot with this press thing down It's the French press. Yeah, right. And she puts his coffee in and She's pumping the coffee, there, making his coffee right there next. As he's watching, I'm like, what is this? He goes, dude, you'll never have a cup of coffee until you get a fresh press. fresh French press coffee. At these high tech places, and man, I got it. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I want that for Christmas now. Yeah,
2: and then you go back to Gillette with your little bag of coffee that they've <laughs> left. You. It's like it's like the 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 bag of coffee you get in a Holiday Inn
1: Express when yeah. you stay there for the yeah. night. I <laughs> mean, Gillette's great. They they give us endless Dunkin'. We have bats of Dunkin'. Oh, well, see, That's um, okay. Perfect.
0: That's 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 okay. But then you're gonna stay in like a. The Midway Motor Lodge somewhere, and uh, you know, like outside of Chicago, and the best they can give you is like a package of
1: mini moves,
0: and like, what is it? What's, what? I'm Scott That's Zolak, for crying out yeah,
1: loud. I, <laughs> I don't know if it, I don't know if this is by you guys, but when I first started doing radio, I had to go out west, in Western Mass for the It was a place called a Flying J. It's like a gas station, um, <laughs> okay, mini mart, truck stop, whatever it is, and. Boy, to see the Tuckers come in there and get their coffees it, 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 you want to kill time and watch people go to a Flying J and sit down for about twenty minutes—it's it, entertaining.
0: <laughs> hey, I want to ask you about uh, about this uh, this story too, because to me, this is actually this this is actually a really important story—the Devonte Parker uh, concussion story, the NFL Players Association yeah. asking for an inquiry into why that game was not stopped yep. when he got his bell rung you know when when Kyler murray goes down uh, with a, with a knee injury they stop the play they get him off the field when when uh, devonte right. parker you know stands up and can barely remember his name and is blowing snot bubbles out of his face they keep going you know to me if you're yep. going to really take concussion injury series uh, seriously you have to treat yeah. this like anybody else's you know uh, you, you know injury and it just it and i think the players association has this right that you have to start treating these things like the dangerous situations that they are. And I think they are correct by saying that the officials on the field screwed this whole thing up. What's your What's your feeling about that? I don't
1: that? think the officials on the field screwed it up. Now, the way the league has changed, you have a spotter at every game, a concussion spotter. Sort of up by us. You know, they're up in one of those booths. If you listen to my call, if you pull the play, I said it right away to Bob. I said, oh, Bob, he's out. You know, he got knocked out. He's losing. He can't stand And I said it, I know Aikman said it on on the TV end of the broadcast. So you get two guys, two color guys, up in the air, about on the ninth floor with binoculars recognizing this. And the guy that's supposed to be doing his job, spotting it and watching the point of play, didn't see anything. That's your problem. So, like, the league does have a problem with this now. So the fact you got two broadcasts recognizing it absolutely immediately tells you, you know, the guy's not doing his job. Well, I
0: mean, if you, even if you go back to as far as uh, as to his concussion earlier in the season with the Dolphins, you know, it's it's like they they put the guy back in that game. He wound up playing again, getting another concussion. And you know, granted, he's you know the Dolphins. I played the
3: team
1: there. I I go after the Dolphins there because Mike McDaniel stood there in the post game and tried to give you this ridiculous, oh, he's got a sore back and he had some back spasms excuse, where anybody that watches football knows he got knocked out.
0: Yeah, but Scott, the 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 thing I, I that that bother me about this is, you know, there the NFL is saying one thing, but the realities on the field are another thing. Whether it's the, the officials or your or or, te- or the teams themselves, it's like they're yeah. all not on the same page. It's like you know, well, you can't have it, you can't you know make calls protecting the quarterback and then another guy gets hurt. It's like it's such in disarray their their whole concussion protocol and how they deal with this that it's really it's it's. It's really upsetting to me how they are mismanaging the entire thing. Well,
1: I think we've got a lot more information and things to look at, plays to look at, than we did 20, 25 years ago. I think that's a good thing. Um, you know, back then, you'd just give the guy smell salts and send him back in. Parcells used to yell guys on the sideline, trainers, tell him to go get hurt on his own time, get his ass back in there. There is a mindset that you play in this week, and you've got to play through things. All guys play through injuries every day. Now, the mind and the the brain is much different than any other injury. That's the information that we do have off the concussion information and the settlement with the league and who's getting sued and all that. We have gotten better, but we're not anywhere near where where this thing needs to be. I, I totally
0: agree. So with the uh, with the Raiders oh, well, you know what I mean listen we can we, we can agree on things Scott we're we're men we we can... agree on everything <laughs> just just about just about so uh this Sunday it's the uh, the Raiders in Las Vegas yep. uh like you said it's a game they should absolutely win you know Josh McDaniels I think is really struggling over there I, th- I think he just struggles as a as a head coach he's he's not had the easiest time in that position is it a learning curve with him or is it Or is it a a situation where he just hasn't had the players to fulfill the needs that he has as a head coach?
1: Yeah, again, players win the games. Um, They don't close games out. They have blown four 17-point leads throughout the course. I mean, think about that's crazy. That's four additional wins right there, and they'd probably be the number one seed in the West. Um, They don't know how to finish games, and that comes down to a lot of it, I think, on the quarterback. I think the quarterback is paid really well, Derek Carr, I don't think he's knocking on the door of elite, meaning, like, top ten. I think he's a middler, and I think that's a massive problem for Josh. Yeah. You know, when you go from coaching Tom Brady for all these years to now you have Derek Carr, who's very talented, but then at closing time, do you know how to close. You know, that's a tough thing to do. Uh,
0: if college football bowl games begin uh, tomorrow, I don't know if, uh, if you'll be paying attention to uh, Friday, December 30th, when your uh, alma mater takes on NC State in the Duke's Mayo Bowl.
1: Oh, my God. I love that
0: mayonnaise. <laughs> the, I mean, the the rich history and pageantry of the Duke's Mayo Bowl, yep. I would imagine that there's not a Maryland Terrapin uh, <laughs> alum that isn't just cheesed up on that one. Go ahead and, laugh go ahead
1: and guess, guess. Why don't you guess which bowl I played in?
0: Oh, I'd, have to Maryland. Go, I'd have to go back to Wikipedia, but which one did you
1: play in? We played at Shreveport, Louisiana, and we spent Christmas week there to play Louisiana State, in the Poland Weed Eater Independence Pool. Wow! And how did you guys? Yep. How'd and you I do? We got a weed whacker. Did you win? Cool. Did you win that one? We tied at 37
2: Ah, Jesus! They actually gave you a weed whacker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I tell you what, you laugh. We had two crossfish boils. We had a wet T-shirt contest one night. Um, guys were filling up in the huddle the next day. This is a practice. It was like ninety degrees down there in Louisiana we got a massive bag with three sweatsuits, Nike shoes, an actual bowl ring, one of the big fat ones. We got a bowl wash. We got a whole swag bag there in that you. game.
0: Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, they lost money on that game.
0: You know, it's it's so funny to me cuz you know like New England is not really a fertile ground for 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 college football, but if you've ever been around the country in you know, other towns or the parts of the of the country down south, some of the Midwest and and you yeah. see how the the mania that people get when it comes to college yeah. football, it's almost it's almost a shame we don't have that here because it's it's so much damn fun.
1: It's it's unbelievable. Like you know, I played at Clemson. Um, everybody asks me what's the best what's the best environment you ever play in? They think I go pro. I go nope. Played at Clemson when they touch that rock and they run down. Played at Penn State when it was white out, hundred ten thousand, and played at Michigan, hundred ten thousand. There's nothing like it. Yep, I mean I've never been... played at Notre Dame. I yeah, never played in the swamp. Never played in LSU. But man, Texas, like all those places, it's unbelievable. Absolutely.
2: All right, we'll We'll talk to him after January. Yeah, because we're off next week and the week after.
1: Do I still get paid for that one?
2: Uh, You know what? That's not my uh, department, there,
1: Scott. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. I bet you the guy. uh, Hey, man, I I appreciate the year, guys. We're gonna keep this thing rolling up. Talk to you on the other side of twenty twenty three. And uh, hopefully, as we head to the playoffs. The, same, I good. the,
2: the same guy who was going to get my coffee he also delivers the paycheck. So <laughs>
0: good luck, man. <laughs> <laughs> tell
1: him that.
0: I I. <laughs> Scott Zolak, brought to you by Bud Light. But thank the-
1: you. And thank
0: you. We'll good talk to you time. soon. Brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the NFL. Day 8-24 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Bur- it's uh, 828 with Bax and Nagel and Rock
2: 102. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got, we got uh, oh we got the people from the Berkshire Mountain Distillery coming in here in uh, probably about ten or fifteen minutes to talk about uh, they're celebrating their what did you say fifteenth it's their
0: fifteenth anniversary yeah. and uh, Chris Weld and uh, Mike Kowalski will be here in uh, in just a few minutes we'll be talking about booze um, there was a I, I received a TikTok video uh, yesterday
2: uh, from uh, from from Aaron upstairs and it was a woman at a deer field who it it's I can't play the video; it's too colorful. If you know what I'm saying, okay? Right? But it's it's this woman struggles with uh, the conditions of the of the place that she's living in, and the the heat wasn't fixed, and it hasn't been fixed. And you know, she she presents this really great case. I'm going to actually wind up putting this up on the uh, on the Baxton so O'Brien.
0: I'm, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, oh, not, well. I'm not aware of their work.
2: Well, and then once I'm done posting it there, I'll post it on the Rock 102 <laughs> Mornings page on Facebook, the Bax and Nagel uh, page. Hey, I give you credit. But, uh, it's
0: taken you a long time to screw that up.
2: Well, you know, it's just, it's a muscle memory. I got I it. No, uh, I got 18 it. 18 years of hearing that, too. Actually, probably longer <laughs> than that, because I was listening before that. But, anyway, but, but the point was, the the video, this woman, I'm trying to get a hold of this woman. I don't know who she is, and I, I don't... I don't know how to use the TikToks, you know? I don't really understand how, like, I tried to message her, and it says this message can't be sent, so maybe she has messages set, uh, turned off. Whatever. You, to you have could a,
0: comment on it.
2: Well, I did, and yeah. then I said, uh, hey, please uh, email uh, steve at rock102.com. Uh, I'd like to talk to you about this because she's saying that uh, local media hasn't picked up the story, and she's been dealing with this issue with the town, and these uh, code violations and and all these things that haven't been fixed in her uh, in her apartment uh-huh. uh, that she's paying money for, and she's claims she's disabled and and things like that. So I'd like to talk to her because she's got some really good points in this video. So if anybody knows what I'm talking about, or when you see this video that I'm going to put up on the uh, the Rock One Hundred Two Morning's page. If you know her, let me know so we, can, uh, we yeah. can have her on the show. All right,
0: good to know. There you go. It's eight thirty. We have news next to Rock One O Two.
3: Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Clouds be on the eight thirty-three.
0: We're back to Nagel and Rock One O Two. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Romhunde. rent the all electronic Electronic, all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days. It includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagle.
2: Thanks, Bags. A woman from West Springfield was trapped in her Honda Civic Wednesday evening after a crash on I-90 in Charlton. Mass State Police uh, say the 27-year-old woman was driving in the breakdown lane. When she hit a 2022 Freightliner that was temporarily stopped, police believe the speed of the Honda Civic was a factor in the crash. The woman was trapped in her car after the crash and her injuries were serious, while the operator of the commercial truck is expected to be okay. The driver of the Honda was given medical care at the scene of the accident, but unfortunately did not survive her injuries. The travel lane and the breakdown lane on I-90 in Charlton were closed for three hours while police investigated and the accident was cleaned up. Uh, woman, a man is dead Wednesday after an accident in Springfield. At uh, th- 3.40 p.m., Springfield police were called to Dwight and Congress Street for an accident involving a pedestrian. After being taken to Bay State Medical Center, the pedestrian was able, unable to recover from his injuries and passed away. The accident is being investigated. I promise I have some uh, good news. I should
0: hope so. This is on. the most uh, depressing bunch of news I've ever heard.
2: Uh, let's, let's go to our neighbors to the south over in Connecticut. Okay. This guy, an old Saybrook police officer, was arrested and placed on administrative leave for using a police database to look up a woman's personal information. Old Saybrook police say patrolman Josh Zarbo was accused of illegally using an online law enforcement system called Collect to get information about the uh, woman who he saw while he was on patrol. Uh, They said Zarbo noticed the complaint while he patrolled Walmart for a Black Friday event. According to the arrest warrant, the complainant saw, said she saw Zarbo staring at her as she drove away. Zarbo allegedly used her vehicle registration along with her plate number to gain access to her personal information. Mm. Then he used that information to follow the complainant on Instagram. The warrant also released a text conversation between Zarbo and a dispatcher, and Zarbo wrote, bro, I'm gaming right now, which is slang that refers to picking up women. Ah. <sighs> Yeah,
0: you know that's uh, that's a
1: problem. Yeah, because I, I, I think
0: there are so many other ways to find an, a nice girl than uh, trolling her through um, through your work. How'd you find her?
2: Oh, plate search.
0: You I looked know, her up, man. I we remember having a conversation the other day. We we're talking about the, we we're talking about police and yeah. how uh, you know police should be given a pass and things like you know maybe you know going through a stop sign or you know what have you because they're police. But that's different. But there are times when you know, police are still human beings. And uh, sometimes human beings are dirtbags. Yeah. Zar- I'm not just saying he's a dirtbag. I'm just saying it's kind of a dirtbag thing to do. Zarbo was
2: charged with third degree computer crimes and was placed on administrative leave. Uh, police said Zarbo had been with the department since 2017. Oh, the young rookie. Hey. You have a lot to learn, Grasshopper. And one of those things is not stalking people that you see in a Walmart parking lot.
0: Yeah, you're, you're much better off on, uh, tw- uh you, you, you you bumble or, uh, you know, plenty of fish than going through, like, police records to, f- <laughs> to start find women f- that you're attracted to. Start an OnlyFans
2: page. Yeah, that's not
0: creepy at all. Yeah.
2: Well, no, you start an OnlyFans page and people who want to see, uh, rookie patrolmen, uh, they can reach out to him versus the other way around. Yeah, right. Uh, that is kind of creepy, though. It's a little creepy, yeah. State police in Connecticut are also looking for whoever backed into an ambulance building in the Danielson section of Killingley on Tuesday. <laughs> We're really digging deep for the news no stories. No kidding. Troopers said it happened at the KB Ambulance Garage at 294 Westcott Road. They began their investigation around 8.40 p.m. that night. Surveillance video was released that showed a white SUV, a Ford Escape, enter the front parking lot and back into one of the ambulance bay doors. Uh, The driver then drove away from the scene and headed east on Westcott Road. The SUV should have rear-end damage. So if you see that driving around uh, Killingly or Danielson.
0: I have no plans to be driving through any of those neighborhoods. No? No. Never? Never. Could even tell you where they are. In fact,
2: I was watching. Uh, I was watching these videos. Well, it reminded me the other day as I was driving. There's cars that don't pull over for ambulances. I never understand that. What makes you think you're so special that you don't have to pull over for the ambulance? I always do. Well, I mean, if you're on a highway and you got a like Jersey barrier in between, and the ambulance is on the opposite side of the highway, obviously you're not going to pull over. Right. But even if you're driving in the opposite direction on a, like, this was Route 20 in West, like, the West Springfield, Westfield thing. This guy did not pull over, and I'm like, dude, like, there's an, and the ambulance kind of had to, like, push him out of the way. Not push him out of the way, but, like, right up on a. They had his, to be aggressive desk, with it, yeah. And then, you know, rant, 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 and the guy finally moved over to the side. It's like. Why are you not paying attention to this?
0: I've I've never figured out whether it's a a matter of of arrogance or a lack of attention. I think it's probably more of a lack of attention. Well, and also- I mean, if you hear a siren- I always look around. Where's that thing coming from? Yeah, always. And if it's like right, right behind me, I get the hell out of its way. Or I
2: just stay where I am. Sometimes, yeah. To make sure that you know where that that noise is coming
0: from. Now you, you do it. You, know, you you when it's safe to do so. You don't you just like stop in the middle of traffic and cause other problems, and then you have to call another ambulance to take care of you. But it's but you know just a little bit of courtesy, paying attention, could probably go a long way. Um. I just, I don't understand.
2: If you don't pull over, you don't know where the ambulance is going. Like, just because you're on the opposite side of the road, yep. that ambulance could be turning. It's not like you know which way they're going to go. You know, there's no,
0: all the lights
2: are going off on the ambulance. Nope, not that's the absolutely directional, true. It's I don't. I've never seen an ambulance with this directional signal on. Or maybe it has them.
0: Yeah, he never rolls down the window and uses hand signals out the window. Yeah,
2: or do the, you know, the John Lithgow and the Harry and Henderson's thing where you let Sasquatch do the <laughs> siren sound and all, all the cars move out of the way. I don't
0: believe many uh, ambulances in this area uh, are supplied with a Sasquatch. But uh, pe- people are dumb, man.
2: They're just really dumb. And we got uh, we got some guests here in the
0: in the studio. Do you want to end it now or
2: do you want to wait a few more minutes? Uh,
0: and- you know, it doesn't matter. We could uh, you know, we can end it now.
2: Yeah, why don't why don't we end it now to to, to make that coffee guy happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: there you go. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be uh some sunshine this morning and then mostly cloudy and then rain moving in throughout the lower Pioneer Valley this afternoon in, into tomorrow. Uh Coating to 2 inches in the lower Pioneer Valley, 6 to 12 inches in the Hilltowns. I'm not buying that. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. oh yeah.
1: Imagine a job
3: where every...
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 847 and rush with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, some sunshine this morning, but then mostly cloudy.
2: Going to see rain uh, develop uh, this afternoon into tomorrow. In the hill towns and out in the Berkshires, one to two feet of snow. You better stock up on your
0: whiskey while you're out there. You know what makes the perfect Christmas gift? The uh, the, the, the gift of booze. Mm-hmm. That's always been what gets passed around during our uh, holiday party around the office, which we're doing today. And in the studio with us right now, two of the guys from uh, Berkshire Mountain Distillery in uh, Sheffield, Chris Weld and Mike Kowalski. Good to see you guys. Nice to be here. Again. Great to be here. This is your 15th anniversary. Unbelievable! Yeah. Feels like thirtieth. I I yeah. bet it. I bet it does. 50. Tell tell me about uh, how what you guys have been doing. Fifteen years a long time for for any you know craft uh you, you know maker to, to to be in business. Yeah.
4: Mostly just sitting idle, hanging out. Um, <laughs> I don't believe that. Yeah, Worth no, a damn. Been has uh, been fifteen years. So the first seven or so were at the farm where I started the distillery, and then eight years ago built a distillery. In Sheffield, which is great, it's got a tasting room. Um, Everything's on site there. We have gardens, greenhouses, grow a lot of our own botanicals, and just uh, it's been a really nice spot there. People come visit. Uh, Retail shop's great, but everyone that comes in there kind of gets a little taste of what we do, and they they see how we're a little bit different and sort of uh, grain to glass type handcrafted stuff there.
0: You know, it's it's cool. You know, know, many years ago uh, there was the whole craft beer. Explosion at uh, you know in New England, especially in Massachusetts, you got great craft beers all over the state and throughout uh, everywhere around the country now. But then all of a sudden, you had all these small distilleries popping up, kind of following that same same path. And it's interesting to me how you know there are some great products out there, y- y- yourselves included. You know, starting very much the way you guys did from really the ground floor up, and the product winds up being. Terrific, and certainly in some cases even better than the large distributed com- uh, companies that people know about sometimes like the local craft guys are the ones who are doing it right
4: yeah we i mean we certainly have a whole lot of care in every bottle every bottle's hand touched um and w- when I started- that doesn't mean
0: everyone's drinking from the same bottle oh no right? we do yeah yeah <laughs> sharing <laughs> is caring <Yeah>. my friends
4: <laughs> the p- pandemic's over right yeah right so no i mean i I think that we make things a little bit differently. We're, we're really careful on the cuts we make, what part of the product ends up in the bottle. So consequently, it's a super clean product. It's a little bit kinder on the head in the next the next morning. Um, but also, we're small and nimble, and we can do a lot of things that uh, the bigger guys can't. Like your, yeah. your buddy, Scott Cohen, who you we were just ribbing a minute ago, asked us what's new. And for us, we we just did this wonderful craft brewer's whiskey project where we distilled beer from 12... Uh, 12 different breweries, six of them in the state, um, and put that out. And, you know, so that's 12 new whiskeys in a year that we put out. And as wow. I like to say, wow. some of the big guys that have been around for 150 years have only put out two whiskeys. So,
2: uh, I have a question about this because I was, I've was heard the term, uh, all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. Uh, I'm sure you've probably heard that line. Uh, I think like, what is the difference between whiskey and bourbon? Yeah, so all—,
4: all, all uh, Bugs are insects, but not all insects right. are bugs. Yeah, same, that same Yeah, right.
0: So um, you're not making it with bugs,
3: though. Let's just let's well, get this right off yeah, the table. I mean, this you is know, Campari, and you know? we're not taking the shells of uh, ladybugs right. and using. Is, it that, to color. is that how
0: Campari is made? Yeah. How it used to be made? Really?
3: Yeah. Go yeah. figure. Right. Like. So uh, so much for those, the, yeah. Michael, those double want, fisted Negronis I was going to have today. <laughs> oh, we're yeah, not talk hey, about that. Don't so you want to, to on give Negroni. a quick blowdown on the whiskey. Bourbon yeah, so thing? whiskey is like the much larger category of uh, a spirit distilled from grain, uh, not to you know colorless, odorless like vodka is, but to still maintain the character of the grains. Yeah. So bourbon is a little subcategory, kind of like how Scotch is a little subcategory of whiskey, and how you know rye whiskey is a little subcategory. So. Bourbon, as long as it's mostly made from corn, uh, coming from the U.S. and barrel aged in a new charred American oak, it's bourbon.
2: Now, no. I, I also heard this uh, this thing that uh, it's not actually bourbon if it doesn't come from Kentucky County, Kentucky. Uh, what do you? you I know, well, see. This is why we take why, why their, why their you limestone
4: did? and you know water. <laughs> it. Okay, yeah, there you go. no, it's it's proprietary to the U.S. Yep. So okay. anywhere in the country, I think even in Guam, you could probably call it bourbon. So, okay, uh, right. they would like to think that they yeah. they did you know they make the lion's share of bourbon.
0: This is uh, Chris Weld and Mike Kowalski from uh, from Berkshire Mountain Distillery. You know, when I when I was in college, uh, you know, I had a bunch of friends who were engineers, and uh, they thought it would be a great engineering project to make a still and make their own booze. And they did. Yeah, they had everything. They had beakers. They had tubes. They oh, had. Yeah. Uh, they had uh, like a sweat sock that was, uh, you know, uh, the filter. It was, and uh, you know, these were like really intelligent guys who went on to like bigger and better things in the field of engineering. But not, they, not bigger and better than the, distilling. Uh, clearly, uh, let, let you can't get you, better I mean, than making your own. No, they, none of them went into 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 distilling because uh, distilling because quite frankly that stuff was absolutely the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth really? ever. <laughs> but it. But the science of of making. All this stuff is is di- I mean, there's a different science to gin, different science to vodka, and to and and to bourbons and all the other stuff that that you do. What's the big difference between say like a like a bourbon and or like a gin? Is it how it's stored? Is it how it's uh, created? A what's, little what's bit the- of everything.
4: So I, the science is kind of the same. So distilling's distilling. It's taking advantage of differences in boiling points or volatilities of mostly alcohol and water. But if you're making a gin or something, you've got the botanicals that also have some difference in their volatilities. Yeah, a lot of it comes down to the ingredients and what we'd call the mash bill. So, you know, corn whiskey. Our corn whiskey is ninety percent corn. Our bourbon is seventy-two. You know, so those things change. the The formula changes. The end product changes. The cuts. So how much of the product coming over the still that you keep, and which parts of it, and then how you store it. So. Most, Almost all clear liquors aren't barrel-aged, and most of the—like a whiskey, you can't add any coloring to, whereas a rum, you can. So most whiskeys get their color—in the States, all of them do—from the barrel. So there's different aging techniques that change the character of the whiskey, both from a, you know, physical brings in sugar from the barrel, but also a chemical uh, standpoint where the Chemicals in that spirit change as the air passes through that barrel over years and years.
0: Gotcha. Now what? Now tell me about this bottle here. the, yeah, the so twelve-year-old one. This, that, the, you guys started making this fifteen. You guys were only three years old at the time,
3: give or take. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you know, being one of the oldest craft distilleries in the area, we've got time to lay things down, and we can kind of go into our library in our cellar and be like, okay, I think I think this is ready now. So. This is made with uh, Berkshire Brewing Company's Oktoberfest. And, you know, that Oktoberfest alone is like 19th in the world uh, for beers. So we took that phenomenal Marzen-style, you know, dark beer, uh, distilled it down and barrel-aged it for 12 years. Yes, you heard me right, 12 years. Same thing as like Macallan 12. This thing is 12 years old, and it's made, again, right here in Massachusetts, uh, made from Berkshire Brewing Company's uh, Oktoberfest. So when you, st- when you put it together 12 years ago—
0: so, when it's sitting in those bar- in those uh, in those barrels twelve years ago, did you have enough space at the time to put that all together? I mean, how much space did that take up all for for all those bar- for all those bottles?
4: Yeah, it takes up a lot of space. Every, I would think every, so. Every nook and cranny. Yeah. My- See, if I keep
0: something in the house for twelve years, at hmm. some point my wife is going to say. Could you please get rid of that now? It like it's taking up space. I don't have I don't have enough room for all of my junk in the house.
4: Oh yeah, no, I I never heard anything. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now, and this was this was sort of the early on uh, impetus, the distilling beers, and then as I said, the craft brewers saying that we just did six uh, six different breweries in Mass. So Big Elm, which is near us in Sheffield. Um, Berkshire Brewing Company, which, uh, this is from here and we distilled their steel rail for the last craft brewers, uh, Spencer, which unfortunately has gone out of business, but which was a Trappist monastery beer, um, Jack's Abbey, Harpoon, Sam Adams, um, and they're all great. And so, you know, the Spencer one, we actually just barreled up, uh, bottled up a barrel of it, um, specifically for big Y as a custom project, uh so for us you know we're small um we love the support we get in the state and we do a lot of collaborations with these brewers and with different companies like mgm carries our stuff and the whole max group and um berkshire east was just on the air here and
3: do a lot of work again Mm -hmm. locally the same way we support you know local farmers we support local businesses and that's Uh, part of the fun
2: how many how many bottles do you get out of one barrel you depends, have those are leaders i would assume that's right? a 750, 750.
4: so okay. it really depends on the age or something called the angel's share so 7% of what's in the barrel every year disappears so you know we don't like to put out stuff that's under 4 years old the, all the new craft brewers whiskey stuff that we're bottling now is 6 years old which mm. for a, a craft is is you know a pretty good age um so 300 bottles something like that
2: yeah that's an interesting i always wondered how like but but it's different for every batch, though, right? Because some evaporate probably faster than others. So, and right?
4: once in a while, you have a heartbreak and you go to move a barrel and it's empty because there's a leak. And over five years, it all leaked out. Or Kowalski
0: was drinking or out of the Kowalski entire or time. Scott Cohen's. No
4: what, what you're you talking about. You know,
2: after my uh, <laughs> after my dad passed away, we found all his empty pop off bottles, and it wasn't it wasn't from evaporation. He just yeah. drank them. all. <laughs> that was, that's not a good. Yeah. Yeah, and
0: he was terrible at that. recycling. Right, that right, was that was yeah, the yeah. problem. I yeah. got yeah. caught. Yeah. So again, uh, fifteen years, and uh, it, you can buy the stuff just about anywhere now, right?
4: Yeah, it's most places in the state, most most liquor stores. And That's if awesome. If it's not, they can get it.
0: And uh, if people wanted to go, can they take tours of the uh, of the distillery?
4: So we, we with COVID, we stopped doing the tours. We sort of have an open floor plan on the weekends with some signage showing how the process works. Uh, there's complimentary tastings in the store, so you can come in and. Taste up to five spirits. We sort of don't want people getting hammered and getting on the right. road. We also have a, a Big Elm Brewings right down the road, and there's a winery near us, and the Pass, which is a cannabis shop. So we have a lot of stuff going on in a
0: little. Who knew there was that much? And <laughs> <laughs> the ukulele shop. Who knew shop? Just there was yeah. so many that ways to and go sideways in shop. Sheffield? In Sheffield, yeah. <laughs>
3: Sheffield's <laughs> where the party's at. Yeah, that's on. right. You know, Who knew? It's Who still knew? It still is a in a the state.
4: It's only about an hour from here. We got a lot of stuff going on. I don't know if i drive there tomorrow. We're supposed to get hammered with snow. but that's all right. We're probably going to get hammered
0: here today with all this booze. But we (laughs) also
4: sell a lot of stuff in the store that isn't available other places. So some of the craft brewer stuff we've run out of, and we keep some stock. um, Do a lot of – you know, in the summertime, we have live music at the distillery. We – been, we launched this thing called the Cultural Cocktails last summer where we partnered with Mass Mocha and Jacob's Pillow and all these mm. wonderful cultural institutions. And so we got a lot lot going on for our small crew there. It That's awesome. Busy.
0: awesome. Uh, Chris Well, Mike Kowalski from uh, Berkshire Mountain Distillery from in uh, Sheffield. Good to see you. Great to and be thanks here for Thanks for coming by. Cheers, guys. It's uh, 859 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.